Recorded live. All right, everybody, it's uh, December 10th, 2017, and we're here with KW. And the subject tonight that we want to address is how to protect property. And that includes uh, how do we set up another vehicle to use in commerce and agents' liens and counter deeds and using trusts and parents claiming birth certificates of kids. So kind of a uh, smorgasbord of of things to talk about. Um, we do have a smaller group tonight. Pat told me she's sick, and I haven't heard from Jim and Christine. So um, how are things with you? Oh, pretty good. Still working, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to turn a... Uh, one thing into another. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Well, you know, uh, you can take the simple stuff. You know, we, you know, we talk, we talk about things, but uh, you know, every situation is different. So just like every baseball game, you know, you know, there's never been a baseball game that's been played exactly the same way twice, right? Right. We yeah, look- we're. We're seeing that too, with uh, you know how how reactions are different to the same to the same effects that people are trying to do. They sure. get different reactions. Right. Because you know, uh, you never know who you're talking to and what their level of knowledge is. So uh, it, it you know gets kind of. Frustrated sometimes when you're trying to speak to someone that ain't speaking your language, right? Yeah, and then even if they if they do know, they usually pretend not to know. Sure. You know, which is even more frustrating, right? Yeah, I remember when we were going through the the Boaz Municipal stuff last year. And I had asked the uh, court clerk for the uh, accounting on the case, the ledgers. Show me the ledgers. What? What are you talking about, ledgers? Yeah. It's yeah, right. Trying to show See, me that one, the one piece of paper that has the judge's order on it is the ledger. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. Right. But I didn't know how to explain it better to, um, you know, make. To, to kind of pull it out of her as to what it was. That she, I mean, I knew she knew. I know every month she's got to send up some sort of accounting. Sure. Now, you know, uh, when you start talking about hierarchies um, and how things work, uh, it's not exactly how you, you know, everything doesn't work how you think it does, you know. Uh, there's some offices there that you might not be aware of. For instance, you know, they have this thing called the county fiscal court. And, um, you know, that that's, that's one thing people might want to look at, uh, perhaps the judge executive's office. Um, and, and, and as always, uh, this little thing called the Chamber of Commerce, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 you know, if you're, if, you're, if you're part of the in crowd, you're in. You, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, and if you're if you're not, you're not. So, uh, 
Well, we're talk, not. We're, we're never going to be because because of our reputation now. Right. Uh, well, well, you know, I don't. I don't like being part of a quote unquote club either. You know, I realized that when I was a well, I look back now and I look at when I was a kid and I realize the reason my life has gone the way it has is because I haven't been acting in the manner that they want me to to make me be a part of that group. For sure. Look, look, put it quite simply. You remember all those assholes who couldn't stay in their high school? Oh yeah. <laughs> they all got, they all got government jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, uh, and, and you know, and be, and be quite honest, we need to get some more people like us involved in it. To be honest. But uh, but basically, you know, it's the same assholes. You know, people that you couldn't stand in high school are the same people that's in government. Yeah. And, and and of course it's all about uh, being part of the club. Follow the rules. Follow the rules. Follow the rules. Of course, when you follow the rules, they end up rich, and you end up broke. Yeah. Right. So uh, you know, I'm of the opinion. Uh, this is the law. This is what the law says. I could care less what you say. Yeah. Right. And the law says. That I have a right to decide my own political future, my affiliation, or my association. Paul says I have the right to my own religious beliefs. Just because I believe in Jesus Christ doesn't mean, you know, I'm going to sit there and follow your rules. Because, see, I read that book a lot different than most people do. Um, you know, so, um, you know, when I look at the quote unquote Bible, and I look at the law books, uh, to me, they're telling me the same thing. Right? And, and basically it's this, you know, uh, uh, be on your toes. Uh, there, there's evil people out there everywhere trying to rape, rob, steal, and kill for whoever they can. You know, so I just don't, uh, you know, try not to affiliate with them. The, 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 the system is there, and um, it's run by a set of laws. And as long as I stay within that set of laws, uh, I won't get quote unquote charged, you know, because the way they have everything set up is like an electrical system. You know, uh, the you know, you know, uh, how long has electric been around? Well, I'm saying electric's been around a long time since at least Egypt days. Matter of fact, if you you know, this is where I get into that you know theoretical. Um, History that you know that I I've narrowed down, uh, for instance, that uh, undoubtedly to me the Egyptians had electricity. Undoubtedly to me, uh, the Egyptians had computers. Did you know that that they actually count like a computer? You know, you know how we go one plus one and three hundred fifty-seven divided by nine hundred twenty-one and all this other stuff. Oh, there's a much easier easy and simple way of adding things together or, or numbers, and it's just usually using eight, eight bits. It's like in a computer, yeah. Yeah, probably. It makes sense. Right. Well, either either they had computers and electricity 5,000 years ago or history bullshit. I'm going to go ahead and say history is bullshit. 
And the truth is, we don't know what the truth is about, you know, where we come from, what we're doing here, and all that other crazy stuff. Um, one thing for sure, though, is we find ourselves, uh, you know, with with other people who are trying to be your master instead of your friend, neighbor, or fellow uh, fellow man, uh, which is a real problem, don't you guys think? Yeah. That's why that's why we're on the outs. Right. Well, if if they ha if they can create a government that has the power to point print coin money, why can't you? This is you know, this is another concept that I look at is that uh, the only power that quote unquote a government agent unquote gets is from the government. The government of the United States is not Tom, it is not Bob, it is not Bill. It is the Constitution for the United States of America. And the people have adopted the Constitution of the United States for America, or, you know, of the United States for, for themselves. So I take all those words very literal, not as interpretation as some some um, somebody would uh would like you to believe, uh, you know, uh, this is the law, this is what it says, and I can care less what anybody else says. Now, you know, your first question was, well, how do you protect property, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you may, we make sure the law is enforced. That's how. Every time, every way, with every one. Because if, if you're not standing up for somebody else, You'll be there to stand up for you when they come to take your shit. Yep. You know, uh, now there's, there's different situations and different levels of spectrum there. Obviously, if, uh, you know, there's a, a an air force that is dropping bombs from the sky, uh, there's not going to be very much to do to protect your property, right? Yeah, yeah like what's happening in California right now with these fires. Right. I'm convinced they're directed energy weapons starting those. Well, it certainly could be. Or it could be it could be that somebody you know somebody's pushing the plus button and, and somebody's reading the negative button. So it's all interpretation, you see what I mean? Hmm. You know, but when we talk about the best way to the uh protect property is uh Know the law. Now, well, I would imagine. I would imagine, like in the case that Don has going, where they um, tried, to, they're trying to indict him. Uh, the, the whole, uh, r- right from the get-go, um, they they didn't. Uh, I don't know why I'm stumbling here. They uh, there was no warrant for his arrest. There was no law that he'd broken that they mentioned. It wasn't a law. What else, Don? So right from the get-go, um, they weren't following the law, and uh, I don't know what to do about it. Well, well, it comes to the point is how much can you stand? How much did what? How much can you stand? There was a guy in Texas one time... Um, Old man had a had a had a farm, 
uh, him and his family lived there for generations. And uh, the town attorney and the county attorney and the county judge uh, decided that would be a nice piece of investment property, and they tried to wrangle it from him. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a big old you know, legal battle over three years trying to suck the money out of this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did. They, they, they sucked a lot of money. And, uh, well, uh, they went to come get his property and everything. And this man said, you know, uh, quite honestly, uh, you know, screw you. So so he had a bulldozer, armored that thing up, drove it into town, drove it through the courthouse, sheriff's office, and the bank. Because you got to remember, all those three people are, are the same people. So so this man had all he could stood, and he got a bulldozer and started leveling the buildings. Am I telling you to do that? No. Yeah, I hear you. So if there's some if there's some asshole at your door in some funny little outfit telling you he's the government, you better be wary. So Ronald Reagan said the, the, the most feared word any American ever hears is, Hi, we're from the government and we're here to help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So you'd be very be very wary of people claiming to be your government because they're not your government. United States and the Holy Bible is, you know, my government. Yeah. Well, I think the whole the whole thing is a farce, really. The, you know. Well, I'm, I'm of the same opinion. Well, these people, you know, these people are scary. Yeah, they are. See, you know, these, you know, these people that take the attitude that, uh, you know. Uh, you know, it, it's my country, and that's the way I have it. And you know, ain't nobody taking my gun. The only reason you need a gun is if you're trying to kill someone or intimidate someone. You don't need a gun for any other reason. Hmm. You know, I have I have this saying: only pussies need guns. So be be careful of those guys because uh, while they call themselves lawmen, if you know what I know. Uh, that uh, most of the time they don't follow the law. Oh, that's for sure. Well, this this is where we have this structure that is supposed to aid us when we have a crooked town. And trust me, there are. There are towns where there is crooked as, you know, the day is long. But that's why we have this system in place, what we call appeals. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, you take it to the highest court. Yeah, but if you if you say that, but if you use the, if you uh, resign as agent, and so, the, you know, if they try to get you to come to court or whatever, it's none of your business any longer, is it? Well, uh, it, it, it depends on how you look at it, to be honest with you. Um uh, my mother gave me a name. Right? Yeah. They stole that name, did they not? They stole it? Really? Yeah. A very, variation yeah. of it, anyway. A variation of it, yeah. Well, I'm saying that name would not exist without yours. True. Okay. 
you know, so um, you got to have. Hey, well, we'll just talk about something else here for a second. Uh, okay. It's more beneficial to the remedy. All right. Does anybody know what a current account is? The, the what? Current a account? Cur- a current account? No. Well, that's usually what you have what's called a checking account. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's also, you'll find the older books where it says uh, current account is a is when a partner uh, when a, a partner has a debt or claim against this company. Okay. All right, well, have you guys ever heard of a current checking account? No. No. Well, they have their account, you have yours, right? Yeah. All right, well, this is where you get into the clearing the clearing house. You guys know what a clearing house is? I've heard of it. Not really clear to me what it is. All right, well, if I was going to take money from one place and put it into another place, right? Uh-huh. I need a clearing account. Okay. And a clearing account, well, a clearing account clears, clears, this one does, you know, it clears accounts, right? Uh-huh. All right. Well, if you believe that uh, they someone owes you money because they did something to you, right? Violated your rights, whatever, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the law allows you to create an account. Matter of fact, just about every county uh, that has that is in the United States of America started off that same way with a current account. So how do I create this? Huh? So how do I create? You got a pencil and piece of paper? Uh, what? What? Do you have a pencil and piece of paper? Uh, I did it. Well, that's all you need. To, that's all you need to create. Just a minute. That's okay. the easy part. The hard part is getting it to clear. Oh. And that's oh. the. Uh, Part I'm working on now. Uh, I've done jumped a couple of bridges. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get uh, you know, put the ball in the hole, right? Uh huh. Huh. You mentioned last time you had um, the checks did get did clear and did get put into your account. Yeah. So right now I'm sitting there with a I'm sitting there with one hundred twelve thousand dollars in my account. Uh, but it's on hold, and I'm, ra- I'm waiting for the release on the hold. Which I hope comes here soon. Yeah. And did they did they give you a reason why it was on hold? Nope. But that's okay. I, um, I've had a, you know my account closed. For instance, um, any circuit. 
that's what we're talking about here, you guys. What the power, you know, like he man, you know, I got the power and all that good stuff, right? Every, every, um, to me, it's everywhere, and I see it, you know, see it, see things a little differently than others, but there's a, uh, you know about electrical circuits? Yeah. That, that the circuit has to be open or closed to work? Closed. Well, it has to be closed to work. That's why you have an on and off switch to open and close the circuit, okay? Well, one thing that you're definitely going to need is a closed account. One bank, after I opened up a, a bank account with them, they immediately closed it after I opened it. You know, like, what the hell, right? Huh? And, uh, well, they, I got, got a letter in the mail, and it tells me this. Please make alternative arrangements for adding debits and credits to this account. Usually, once an account is closed, it's closed for set off or settlement. Yeah. Yes. Nothing uh, can be added or taken from it, but the amount is sitting there for a purpose. Uh, right. Uh, but here's another way to look at that uh, closed account. An account usually involves two people. Okay. You go out, open up a bank account. Okay. And for for instance. For this example, we're going, to, we're going to designate Robin as the bank, okay? Robin Bank. Okay. Uh, I want to open up an account with the bank. I go down, I deposit money into the account with Robin, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's say I, I deposit $10. Now, there's actually two accounts there, is there not? Right. There's a liability side and a um, and a um, credit side. Right. What they call the plus and the plus. Right. Or excuse me, plus and minus, right? Right. Uh, I, I, on my account, when I deposit that $10, on my account, it shows, shows a credit. Right? Yeah. While on her account, it shows a liability. Right. Correct. All right, and it's and it's both. You know, she's keeping a plus minus account. I'm keeping a plus minus account. Okay. Follow me. Yeah. So 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 uh, and in order to understand this, it, it must be looking at from the position of the account holder. Okay. Does everybody understand that? That, that, yeah. that to understand debits and credits, we must uh, it must be understood from the position of the account holder, the bank. Well, well, you hold an account too, don't you? And this is what I'm sure. saying. You know, we 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 think that there's one bank account, but there's not. There's two. Right? There's your account. There's my account, and there's and there's the bank account or Robert's account. Okay. Okay, so if I put $100 in there, the $100 is only in my account. No, it shows up as a liability up to the bank because the bank yeah. needs to pay you $100 when you... Yeah, the bank owes you $100. Right. 
Okay? Okay. All right. Now, in your account, the bank owes you $100. But, but to understand the ledger, we have to look at the mirror image. All right? On their account, they have $100 that they owe you. Okay. All right? Uh, yeah. Now, let's, 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 you know, let's make sure we understand that because, you know, I have my plus inside, and I'm going to write it down, you know, on the, on the plus side or minus side of the account ledger. Okay? Okay. All right. And you're going to keep a mirror account that's just like mine, except reversed. Okay? Okay. Okay. Got it? Everybody got that part? Got it. All right. Well, what happens in a case where the bank closes the account? See, because really what's happened is is they've closed their side of the counting, not yours. So now I understand why the bank told me we closed your account. Please make sure you ma you make alternative arrangements to add debits and credits to this account. Now, who, see, now, who is the only person or only one that has that account? You. you. Right. And we're going to call this a current account. Because you're the only one that's keeping count. Follow me? Gotcha. All right. Now... Jesus Christ is the King of Kings. Well, let me tell you how I read that in their little King James Version Bible. Is that uh, Jesus Christ is the check of checks. Now, people have their beliefs about what that Bible says, I, and, you know, and I have my understanding of it. And from the beginning to the end, that Bible does not discuss anything in the natural world. It's all legal. Okay? When God made man from the dust of the earth, this is the clay of the earth, he made him and fashioned and molded him and all this other stuff, what they're referring to is that is is the birth certificate. The birth certificate is man. Okay? Okay. No, some people might not agree with me. That's okay. Um, when that account is closed on the other side, there's only, the way I see it is, is that my account has just become a debit-debit side. Okay? Okay. Right? And, uh, uh, and I'm in total control of that account. Uh, th and this is where maybe perhaps you've run across this, uh, in some research that you may have done or some, some things you may learn is that if you if you look in Freemasonry and all these other so-called esoteric, I don't think they're so esoteric, they're right out in front of, you know, open in front of everybody, except that they use symbols and they, uh, you know, they just don't come out and tell you outright, but they're telling you it's a symbol. Uh, or maybe perhaps you see that the, we talk about inside the, the lodge is, uh, you know, there's basically three offices. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, and these three offices uh, are pretty much three banks. 
you, and the whole point is, is to be able to take one thing from one bank. See, because the bank, the bank, you got to remember that all that so-called paper money, right? Guys, what paper money is, right? Yep. All that paper money comes into existence from book money. Know that? Yep. Okay, so how do we get book money? It's into a, the functional banking money, right? Because all they are, all the bank is doing is keeping an account, right, on a piece of paper or or on a computer ledger, right? Right. Yeah, it has to be on an account before it can be printed. Right. Uh, each one of you that has a computer on your desk has a bank on your desk. Did you know that? Complete with register and everything. Hmm. Okay, think of it like this. Uh, Robin has a piggy bank on her desk. Now, it is a fact that Robin has a bank on her desk at home. This fact cannot be denied, can it? All right? How does she have a bank just because she has a computer? Because it has a it has a register, she has the ability to um, to credit and debit accounts. Right. Yeah. You just pull out a piece of paper, you you know, and, and mark it mark it with a T. Remember that little song, you know, when you were kids. Mark it with a T. And um, the the easy way I understand it is. Um, <clears throat> When you look at the history of money, back when people uh, actually held their money in um, in metal, in real goods, gold, bullion, silver, that kind of thing. Yeah, it, and it what I've told you, you, that's the, the gold and silver that they're talking about. It's not the actual physical metal. It's your word. Right. How, how, right. How, how, how much have you read? How much have you put? See, because I'm going to go ahead and make a statement here. I am a bank. Mm-hmm. I can prove it, and I can prove it. I can prove that my entity is a bank. I can prove it. All right? So you have your entity there, right? Your entity is a financial institution. All financial institutions have at least one routing number, although at the present time there's only about 30,000 bank routing numbers that are active. Okay. So your financialist, look, you go to the first commercial code, you go to code federal regulations, you go to the United States code, it all says basically the same shit. A bank is a person involved in the business of banking. Everybody understand that? Each one of mm-hmm. you guys that has a bank account is a banker. And your entity is a bank. Now, understanding routing numbers. When you look at routing numbers, then you read in the Bible about how the, the Israelites took a route out of Egypt. This is directly related, guys. When they, when they talk about the route that Paul took or the route that any other possible took uh, on their missions, um, they're referring to putting these numbers together, these routing numbers together. And uh, you've heard this ABA 
for the American Banker Association or the American Bar Association, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, when Jesus Christ was on the cross, did he not say Abba? Did he? Well, what, what, what do you think he was talking about? Huh? Oh, you thought he was talking about something else. Well, when I see it, uh, it's all banking, and, and uh, Jesus Christ uh, beat the bankers. He turned the table. You know how, like they say, well, in the old days, they used to keep their money underneath a mattress, right? Right. Well, that mattress is your birth certificate. A current account is when a partner has a claim or debt against his company. It is placed on the company books so that he may have access to it at any time, anywhere. When you look at the the routing numbers, you want to create a routing number. See, see, see this is what a lot of people understand is that see, you can put together routing numbers. Anybody ever here looked at the uh, federal account treasury symbols and names? No. You guys might want to take a peek at that. It's called the treasury manual. Okay? Now, first thing you're going to notice is is that in this whole manual, that it doesn't refer to quote unquote United States, but treasury accounts. For instance, there are several accounts in the treasury manual, and they're all four digit codes, okay? And of course, when you put two four digits code, you get eight digits, which is the bank code, which is you had to check digit. That's your bank routing number. In the, the Treasury Bagel, you're going to find a few accounts that's very, very interesting. One, spe- one specifically is, is account number 0600, which is the monetary receipt, uh, the receipt of monies for, from the monetary power. If the United States it, 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 this is how, like I said, this is how I, how I view it. If the United States has the power to print money, they got that power from you. Right? Right. Now, the government of the United States is nothing more than an agency of the people who created it. Therefore, the, as agent, anything that your agent you can do, you can do. You understand that? Yes. All right. Well, if, if the agency, United States of America, created by the people, has the power to print coin money, the people have the right to print coin money. Do they not? That would be correct. Uh, that's the way I'm saying it. You know, how could that which be created be greater than that which created it? Anything, a- that, the, anything that the principal can do, he can do through an agent. Th- th- that's a- right. Not according to the mafia. <laughs> right. Well, well. what if I told you that there was a set of laws and we don't give a shit what the mafia says? 
you got that you got that computer on your desk, okay? Mm-hmm. And that computer follows a set of laws. Yeah. I like that computer. Why? Because he follows the laws. Mm-hmm. Right? And if you understand what's going on, and I'm very, very close to you know, ringing the bell, if you will. Um, you understand how it works, the the magic trick turning one thing into another. You know, um, you know, I, I, I'm a man on a mission, and I'm trying to figure out what the trick is. Okay, and the trick is, of course, the clearing account, which, by the way, in the treasury manual, there are, there are some accounts that uh, uh, are designated as clearing accounts, and coincidentally, that that clearing account number is the same beginning five numbers on my birth certificate. Hmm. What? Right. Well, how was it? How was it created? That clearing account. Well, somebody pulled out a pencil and piece of paper and created it. They entered it, have... it into a computer, and, and, and the account sits on a file on a computer. As a matter of fact, all uh, monetary accounts of the United States exist on a computer, okay? Which is why you need a routing number that takes you to that computer, and you need an account number that opens up that computer file and uh, makes debit to credits to it. Uh, I just found it strangely coincidental that, uh, you know, my birth certificate on the back of it has the first five digits of... uh, the clearing account number. So I know that number is associated with that clearing account. See, and this is the thing about jumbling numbers. And this is what the banker has done. And, and it, guys, you got the guys behind the scenes. They're they're, they're geniuses. I'm telling you, they're, they're very intelligent people. They're no joke. Now, uh, they're the ones who really control this world. Okay, not the cop on the street. And, and, and you know, you have a computer there that is able to access. Uh, all these websites with all these accounts on them. Uh, when when you were, when we're looking at checking accounts and savings account, uh, you want one of each. Now, the the, the whole point is, is, for instance, let's take a wire transfer. You guys heard of a wire transfer, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, have you guys seen that movie Coming to America with Eddie Murphy? Uh, a long time ago. <laughs> long time ago. Okay. Well, uh, you know, he wakes up. He wakes up in his. You know, he's a prince, and he wakes up on his wedding day, and he finally, you know, discovers this. You know, who he's going to marry, and finds out what well, he don't. He don't really like her. You know, he, he wanted something more, so he goes to America to find his bride. Right. And one of the first things he does upon arriving in America, he goes up to the desk and he commits a a wire transfer. Now, a wire transfer, believe it or not, does not necessarily mean that it is an electronic transfer. Let me say that again. A wire transfer does not necessarily mean that it was done electronically. What? Right? I mean, you know, the name applies it. Right? 
No, remember, we got to know what a wire transfer is. Not think we know what a wire transfer is. So the first thing that happens when he comes there is he gets that. Now, later on in the movie, uh, toward the end of the movie, when the the, the guy that owned the Dow's restaurant there, um, McDougal's. Yeah, uh, McDowell, wasn't it? It's McDougal's. McDowell? McDougal. No, the name that he played on there was McDowell. That was the name of the restaurant. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, uh, at the end of the movie, uh, his daughter is sitting there, and of course his daughter's got a thing with a key. Uh, and, and he's sitting there, he's trying to get her to, to stay there until he comes back. And he sits there and he's telling him, he says, he says, he says, uh, no, just wait till he gets back. And she's like, well, you know, you didn't like him, and now you like him, what the hell? And he, he breaks out, he says, well, that's because he's rich. He has his own money. And when I tell you he has his own money, he's got his own money. And he pulls out a dollar bill of the state with uh, uh, Eddie Murphy's face on it. Okay? Mm-hmm. My point thing is this: is what is your money? Where did that money come from when you did the wire transfer? It could only come from one place, one place only, which is the bank account. Okay. Mm-hmm. You look at your check. That account number. Is the bank. Okay? Make okay. money. Where do you put money? You put money in the bank, right? Yeah. Where's the accounting store that's stored in the account? Here's what they don't want you to know. That little bank routing number, that's just the routing number to get to your bank. Mm-hmm. You, you follow me? I think I do. I'm waiting okay. for all the information. All right. Well, you know that thing they call the triple jump? Remember, guys, back in high school, you know, you had to do this thing called the triple jump? I was a triple jumper. Oh, was you? I was. Well, did you know the triple jump is directly related to a check? I didn't what? know that. What? Right? In most cases, the check could go ABA. In the good checks, you have you, you, on the front of the check, on the front of the check, you have your routing number, your checking number, and the check number, right? Mm-hmm. That's your first. That's your first first three jumps. You know, one, two, jump, right? Yep. Right. The jump is going to be where you jump to the other side of the check. Because really, in all honesty, what's written on the front of the check is not more important than what's written on the back of the check. Okay? For instance, do you know what table at, table through is? No.
No. I'll tell you where I'll tell you where I'm at. Maybe maybe you understand. Maybe this will help you a little bit. I'm just going to say a few things. Uh, hopefully, you, you pick it up. There's only one document in the whole wide world that I have ever seen the Great Seal of the United States of America. Anybody name that document? Dollar bill. A one dollar bill. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you go look up one, you'll find out that one doesn't actually represent a value, but rather a unit. Okay? Okay. All right. Now, on that dollar bill, you'll see what looks like four number ones, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I'm telling you those are not number ones, but rather the symbol that represent one. That little mark at the top, that little thing is called a sheriff. What the, what the hell is this guy talking about, right? It's right. called a what? A sheriff. Sheriff? Yeah, if you pull out a dollar bill and look at it, and you look at that little number one, right? Well, it's not actually a number one. It's actually uh, uh, the numeral I. Look at it. Look at it. And um, I know that uh, that the unit, the unit symbol that has been uh, used for centuries, and we go far far back as they I could read about it, is that this this little eye that looks like a one is uh, always representative of an accounting unit or one department or one agency or one thing, right? Um, what I'm telling you is that is not the value of that bill. The value of the bill is in the face value. And the face value of that bill says this bill is legal to of all debt, public and private. Right? Yep. It also has a serial number there. Yep. Right? Now, as far as I've, as far as I've gotten and put this thing together, as you go one, two, three on one side, jump to the back, and we need, you always, you always heard that, you know, well, all the money goes down a hole, or, you know, you know what is it, some big void that keeps eating all the money, right? The only one that's heard them things? No, I've heard it. Okay. Well, let's look at the power of void. I mean, wouldn't it be nice if all your debt went down some void? Oh, yeah. That, never to be seen from again, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. There's something to the void check. That, that, that has a curious statement. So if you go look at void check, you're probably going to run across this little phrase, uh, that you can use, you'll use void checks as tables. 
what? What the hell is this guy talking about? Well, go look up Floyd Check. Don't just look at one definition of it. Look in Black Saw, just one of the best of Peter. Make sure you understand what a void check is. The void check usually gets a little V symbol next to it. Well, a void check is proof that a check has been paid, is it not? <clears throat> For instance, mm-hmm. you guys ever shoot pool? A little. All right. Well, do you know what a bank shot is, don't you? Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to explain the bank. I'm going to explain explain the bank shot uh, in the banking terms. I have a closed account. I write a check. I deposit it into a, another bank for deposit only. Now, by all instructions on the check, when I say for deposit only, it's for what? Deposit only. For deposit only. It's not hard, brother. It's not hard, is it? Is it for collection? Huh? Is it for is it for payment? No, it's for deposit only. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, when I when I write a check, deposit it into the bank, that bank sends it to the account which is closed. Okay? Mm-hmm. So so it comes back, right? It gets returned, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back to the bank deposited in, and then back to you, right? Yep. All right? Well, stamp void on it and redeposit it. That's the bank shot. You write void on it and redeposit it. Why? Because when you write void or cancel across the check, it's proof it's been paid. For instance, if you, you, you need guys to do mobile deposit. Well, you're really at a loss here, ain't you? Uh, you no. does, anybody, does you know what the mobile deposit is? Uh-uh. No. All right, mobile, mobile, depo- mobile deposit is where you take a picture of your check and it gets deposited to your account, okay? Oh, mobile deposit. Yeah. Oh, I thought uh-huh. I said local. Oh. <laughs> Mobile. I don't know. I'm having a hard time catching what he's saying today because it's kind of distorted a little bit. Yeah. Well, is, is that better? We'll just we'll just do the best we can. Yeah. Is, is, well, I'll try to talk. Is I talking too loud or? No, there's there's some sort of distortion. I don't know if it's it's you know maybe it's talk to just. I, I'm not so. hearing it, so you guys will come. No, it's. And so it's um sometimes it sounds a little muffled, but okay. we'll just if we if we don't understand a word or something, we'll just ask you to repeat it. Sure, and I sure. just it just has, takes me a little longer to process it in my head when it's like that. So yeah, well, at a mobile deposit, you take a picture of a check. Okay. You wait for it to post on your account. Okay. Okay. After it posts on your account. You take your check and you write void across it, take another picture of it, and deposit it in there. And this okay. is proof this is proof that the check has been paid. Boy. You gotta love the banker thing. They're, they're 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 so smart people. Well, how come I mean, 
okay, if I don't do that, what does that mean? If I don't, if I don't do the second step and write void on it and well, redeposit uh, it, right? You you made a charge with that which has not been settled or processed. Okay, now if it's drawn from another account, they'll take care of it that way. But you can take care of it yourself on your own account uh, uh, when the money posts. Once the money posts to your account, and your money always posts to your account before it clears. Okay, this is what this is what they mean. Uh, uh, you guys have heard of automated clearing houses, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm telling you, you could be your own automated clearinghouse because it's not what you think it is. Automated clearinghouse is merely an institution that you can institute. All right, like I said, uh, writing void across something means the check that, that the check has been paid or if it has canceled on it, it means it's been paid. As a matter of fact, that's a process. I get I give a check to Robin. Robin deposited it into her bank. Her bank sends it to my bank, which credits her debit account and cancels the check. That proves the check is paid. See, when you deposit a check, they automatically credit your account. Okay? Okay. All right? The only thing yeah. that's left is for that check to clear. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Uh, and uh, in my QuickBooks, I have actually managed to, to work this out, the clear deposits. And and it works like this. It's, uh, uh, go look up creating a clearing uh, account. That's what it's called, a clearing account. Um, with the clearing account, uh, this is the process by which checks are cleared. But here's another name for a clearing account is called a wash account. Ah, like laundering money. Yeah, as in Washington. Mm. Oh, yeah, see, out of many, one. And again, e pluribus unum, out of many, one. Today, there are only 30,000 bank routing numbers that are active. There are 300 million bank routing numbers in the United States. 30,000 out of 300 million, you do the math. The 30,000 that are using the bank routing numbers are bankers. And what they banked on was the word law. Once a, a, a check has been posted to an account, it just needs to be cleared. You know, I don't care how big the check is. Write yourself out a $200,000 check. The only problem with the check is that will it clear, right? Right. All right, now what if I said that you could clear it yourself on your personal I would, account? I would be saying, I'll watch you do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
like I said, I'm, I, I have $112,000 on account that I wrote on a closed account. Okay? Follow me? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and I deposited it in there. And uh, the accounts are posted. Not available. They're on hold. Well, the reason they're on hold is because they have not cleared. Does everybody understand that? Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, not yesterday, but the day before, I finally figured something out. Well, if they're sitting there and it was written on a closed account and they credit the account uh, and, and the account is still there, you know, the, 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 the funds, are, they, they, you know, I you know, actually have a letter saying we have received the funds, the funds are on hold. Well, I just simply took the checks that I wrote those on, and I wrote void across them, and I mailed them to the bank, hoping that this is going to clear the checks. I don't know yet, and, and when I do, I'll let you know. Okay. But, but, my, but my point is this, is I'm trying to hit the bank shot. You know, hey, uh, you know how, like, when you're shooting basketball, you know, you know off the backboard, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is about banking and law. Everything. Every baseball game, football game, tennis, every sports game is based on uh, law and court and banking. Well, everybody knows what a bank shot is, right? Off the glass, right? Yep. Yep. Well, that's, right, what, so I'm trying me... to do here. that's, that's what I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to hit the bank shot. All right, so let me see if I understand this. You you opened an account, a checking, just a checking or checking and savings? At a a checking. A checking. And then you closed it or they closed it? I, I, I closed it. Okay. But you had checks based on that account with the routing number and the... Um, yeah, you know, yeah. right now I'm, you know, I'm sitting here with about, you know, about 15 banking accounts because I know uh, that this is a banking game. You know what I'm saying? I know yep. that uh, the, all the power lies within me. Okay? Right. And uh, it's just a matter of me figuring it out. Yep. So so you it, closed, you opened it, an account, then you closed it, and you had checks for that account with the right. routing of the bank and the account right. number on it. You wrote right. a check on that closed account and deposited it into an open account at some other bank? Yes. Okay. And for deposit money, only. For deposit only, and then the funds got posted into that open account. But yeah, the check got returned. But the check got returned, but the 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 money, the, the funds didn't get pulled out of that account? The funds are posted to that account or in that account have been received by the bank for there. But when the check didn't clear, they didn't re, re, take the well, out? Well, the accounts were put on hold. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, this tells me they're waiting for what? Waiting for it to clear. Right. They're waiting for the check to clear. Right. But okay. Usually well, well there's, write... there's, only one, there's, only one, there's only one other person. There's only one person that could cause that check to clear. That's me. Yep. Yep. Now, now this gets me back to where I talked about the closed account. Uh, there are two accounts 
whenever we open up a bank account, there's two 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 ledgers. Okay. Yeah. Bank's ledger, my ledger. Okay. Now with my bank account, the the one that they closed, uh, it says on the document they wrote me, please make alternative arrangements for further credit and debit to this account. Now hold on a second. Here's the bank which says they just closed the account. Okay. And they're giving me a letter saying, please make alternative arrangements for making debits and credits to the account. Right, so this is this is more than evidence enough to me to know that I'm the only account holder or the account owner or the account administrator of that account. Okay, when you uh-huh. opened and closed that account, were you still acting as agent? Uh, well, this this is the cool thing about law is that you could be. Remember when you were a kid, they told you you could be anything that you want to be. Yep, <clears throat> I'm yes. telling you. I'm telling you that's true. So whether look, a native citizen can hold any office, can fill any office, a naturalized citizen is appointed or elected to office. We say that again: a native citizen can fill any office. Naturalized citizens can be elected or appointed. Bobby heard me say this before, that the problem is not that you are a citizen of the United States. The problem is, is that you are not a citizen of the United States. Yeah, I've heard you say that before. I still don't get it. All right. You don't get it? But 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 hang on a sec. If we can go back to to this account thing. Were you were you an agent? Or I was, something else well, when you opened look, and closed me, the account. Me, me personally, I have no problem uh, signing off a document, creating a document, uh, uh, and, and identifying myself as the comptroller of the contra- uh, currency, the, the secretary of the treasury, and, and yes, the president of the United States. I have no problem making those claims, and I can back those claims up. See, because the president is nothing more than an agent. You understand that, uh, right? Okay, maybe I'm not asking the question right. You, were you a... Is this before or after you resigned as registered agent? Oh, well, it's after. This is, you know, this is ongoing right now. Okay. So after you resigned as registered agent, you've opened this... <laughs> opened and closed this account. Well, well, hold on. Let's, 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 I resigned, you know... Uh, the capacity of registration. If anybody's under the impression that I am the registered agent, uh, you know, I, I resign. I'm resigning that position or that capacity. Okay? I am assuming the, you know, the office of executor, administrator, mm-hmm. until I can find somebody else that, that, that is going to make a claim against, with, against my estate. See, when I, when I first did this, I understood that, hey, look, that's an entity, that's an estate, there's all kinds of records, money, and all kinds of other stuff, okay? Now, I was the agent. Everybody understand that, right? Yeah. Right. All right, For the well, registered agent. Yeah, but I was, yeah, I was just a low-life agent, you see what I mean? I was just right. a low agent. Yeah. Right? Well, there's all kinds of offices associated with that company. 
Right. All right. Well, you you've read all the books and the stories. One of these one of these days, you're going to have your own company. Get it? Got it. And that's your company. A birth certificate is your company. I'm not saying, you know, do away with the birth certificate and not use it. What I'm saying is if you want to protect yourself, go who you are in relationship to it. Because let me tell you something. That person is bagged and tagged, wrapped in plastic, hanging on my wall as a trophy. <laughs> look, look. You go look up negotiable issues. You got to change your whole way of thinking here, people. Uh, look at the negotiable instruments, and it tells you it's a peculiar type of animal. Okay? So whenever you think about animals, and when you read the stories, and when you're watching movies, when you see these animals, what are they talking about? When you see the cowboys making the cattle drive, when you see the sheepers moving the sheep, you think they're really, you think they're really moving sheep and cattle? No, they're talking about chattel paper. It's not, it's not chattel paper. It's cattle paper. Okay, and these are these are the animals. There's all different kinds of species of animals. Let me say this again: a negotiable instrument is a peculiar type of animal. There are all different kinds of species of animals, just like there's different kinds of species of money. Are you guys getting it? Yeah. Okay. So when we when we sit there and we're, we're looking at these kinds of things, we have to keep these things in mind. Uh, that that birth certificate, you know, in the United States Code, they say man or other animal, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go ahead, and you can go ahead and believe they're talking about a four-legged furry animal if you want. I'm saying they're talking about a piece of paper and species, okay? Man is a species. Species is a method of payment, is it not? Yep. All right, so... Keep yourself separate from what's going on in man's world. You, look, I know this sounds crazy, but you are not a man and you are not a woman. Okay? Does everybody understand that? That's the yeah. man. When they talk about the man and the woman, they're referring to the birth certificate. So then yeah. what are we? Oh, well, I know. I, I, you know you're going to ask me what, what I am. Uh, well, <laughs> hold on. I can be whatever I want to be because God said so. Right. So God created man in his own image. That's why I use man because it's it's biblical. If they, right. Um, well, God, God did create man in his own image. Think about what it's saying there. Created man in his own image. That's the birth certificate. And it's in your image. You are, you, look. The only thing that you could ever be is God, because you come from God. I am my father. I am my mother. My sons and daughters are me. You can't get away from this. I live forever through regeneration, which is different from those man, you know, what we call man, um, When they talk about United States Code, man or other animal, the birth certificate is a negotiable instrument. Why? Because, well, one side of the coin. There's two sides to every story. There's two sides to every coin. The male and the female, the left and the right, the up and the down, the above and the low. As above, so below. 
as above, so below. How low can you go? You know the little uh, uh, limbo that they do, how they get into the box? Huh? You know that little game they had, the limbo? Yeah. Well, that's about the birth certificate. Every, everything is related to birth certificates and instruments. Uh, and, and it's very important to understand that. When 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 a man comes of age, grandmother gives his grandmother gives him a blank check. Let me explain. When you can take a piece of blank paper, turn it into money, then we know you're God. Or should I say, we know that you've sought wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. That you've sought truth, knowledge above all things. Because if they could take a piece of white paper and turn it into money, why can't you? The only difference, the only thing stopping you is your lack of knowledge. Agree? Agree. Yeah. You know, if they, if they could take a piece of paper and turn it into money, why can't you? Well, like I said, the only difference between them and you is, is they know how to do it and you don't. Well, isn't the reason I can't do it is because they have a rule that says they're going to arrest me if I do? No, no. Uh, uh, now, if you go making... Well, registered uh, agents couldn't do it. Right. Right? Kind of, and so about, if you're a registered agent and you try and do this, you're going to get arrested. Right. You're acting outside the authority of your office. Right. But tell me, as treasurer, can I do it? Sure. As a member of Congress, can I do it? Absolutely. So this is why I take this position is that I know that uh, I have that power. And I'm learning how to exercise yeah, because when you take control of the entity, administrate for it. I mean, as administrator, if it needs a treasurer, if it needs a this or that, you can sure. fill those positions. And all money right? comes from all money comes from book money. Yep. Do we think that we take a dollar bill or you know your dollar bills, right? And uh, we put that in there, and you know that's what creates the book money. No, it's the exact opposite around. Money appears on the books before Perfect. it ever appears on, you know, banknotes. Yep. And when you get down to it, what they do is they use different terms to, to throw you off. For instance, what is money? Most people think of those little green pieces of paper as money. And, and they're right, it's money. It's just and a number in the computer. Well, uh, we look. We look at a dollar. Exchange. We look. We look at a hundred dollar bill, and you can take that hundred dollar bill. You can stick it in the bank. You can stick it in your pocket. You can hide it underneath your mattress, right? Yeah. But will the value of that dollar bill ever change? No. Well, you know that, that that piece of paper is always going to be worth one hundred dollars. It could depreciate. Well, uh, yeah, but uh, then that's a 
associated with something else, the, the, the value of that note is still going to be $100. Okay? Yeah. And, and it may, it may only be, buy you, it may yeah, only buy you know, 20 oranges instead of 50 oranges, but it, it, the value, the unit value will always stay the same is what he's saying. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That you know, that that note is always going to be one hundred dollars, whether you can right. buy a house with it or whether you you know buy a donut with it. Okay. Yeah. Now you can take that dollar, the hundred dollar bill, and stick it in your pocket. You can leave it there one year, ten years, whatever. When you pull it back out, you're still going to say what? A hundred. A hundred dollars. This is what they call. Wait for it. A stored value. Hard. Uh, I missed that. Say that again. A, a stored value card. Got it. Okay. Got it. Well, um, a stored value card is a card that contains its own value without, you know, it, it is a bank account. If you can understand what I'm saying. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you go look up United States Treasury stored value cards, you're going to see that there's a few routing numbers for stored value cards. Okay? Okay. And a bank note is, for instance, back in the day, I may have money in the bank. Now, they didn't want to carry around all that uh, all that money, so they would carry around uh, a banknote paper, right? Right. And a banknote paper, what is, what is a banknote, really? It's Think a promise it. to pay. Uh, well, right. But, but there's another term I'm looking for that might shed some light on it, and it's called yeah. a, receipt, a receipt. A what? A receipt. Machete? Receipt. Oh, receipt. Uh, yes. Yeah. Which, which, by which, by the way, in the old days, used to be pronounced recipe. Yes. So, uh, so what is a banknote? It's a receipt. receipt. Right. And you can take that receipt, right? And go get money with it, right? You know, exchange mm-hmm. dollar for dollar, right? This is how business works in the United States, people. Invoices, receipts, payments. And they're just merely exchanged on a ledger. And that's why you were telling everybody the other week that you want to um, give a receipt when we order our birth certificate and we receive that, we want to give them a receipt for it. Yeah, I want a receipt for everything. Yep. Because it's the receipt that has value. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, look at it in the context of, uh, you know, car title, house title, or anything. All those titles that we think is worth money, uh, it's actually just the receipt. You see? And that's all a banknote is. A bank is, banknote is simply a receipt. Well, you go look at the United States Treasury Manual, and it has a account in there called called um, you know receipts 
from the monetary power or uh, money, uh, I forget exactly. Oh, the sovereign ma- uh, money-making power. There again, receipts from the sovereign money-making power. So you have, the, you have the power to create money. Never mind. Yeah. Just because you have the power doesn't mean you know how, right? Correct. Right, well, I know how to create the money. I know how to create the book money. I know how to clear it. I'm just waiting for it to clear. Uh, and there are several ways to make it clear. For instance, uh, pay at a payable through bank. What I'm telling you is that every bank that you see on the Internet, on TV, and everything started off with a birth certificate. Okay? And that birth certificate is the bank. It is a financial institution which is involved in the business of banking. It is a banker. It it is a... It has the ability to hold accounts. So it's just a matter of uh, taking uh, the book money and converting it into functional species, right? Mm-hmm. Well, with a bank, all a bank does is accept deposits and create credit. That's all they do. They accept deposits, receive deposits, and then they create credit what they do. Now would you would you go would you would you get get business with a bank or whatever and you have an account that they always refer to you as their customer because they are providing you with services, right? Yes. Do you need services for something you can do yourself? For instance, if I if I willful my house was uh, needing a new roof Right, I would call somebody up, and they would come provide services to me and put a roof on. Right? Yes. All right, but do I have to call for? Do I have to use their services, or can I do it myself? You get up there and do it yourself. I, I get up there and do it myself because if you want something done right, do it yourself. Well, it's her. All right. So let's take this and apply this to any other thing. Um, You call up to the registrar's office, and they'll say, you know, I don't know about you guys, but whatever I call any government office up, you know, I get the uh, recording that says, you know, all of our customer representatives are busy right now. Please stay online. Your call is important to us. A customer representative will be with you shortly, right? And when you say registrar, you're talking about the birth certificate registrar? I don't care if you call the registrar. I don't care if you call the IRS, you call the, any office of government, you'll get this, these recordings. Yes. Okay, Social Security Administration refers to you as a customer, okay? Yep. All right, well, a customer is simply someone you provide services or products to. Yep. Okay? All right, so the bank down on the corner is providing a service. That's all, Okay. Does everybody understand that? Yep. Totally all right. Well, well, 
What if you don't require the services and you can do it yourself? That's just part of uh, reaching the age of majority. Exactly. And, uh, you know, and I keep on, you know, I'm right there. I just can't put the ball in the damn hole. You know what I mean? So hopefully, with the B-boys and these checks out and sending them back into the bank, hopefully they clear those those accounts. And then it's going to be a nice Christmas, right? Getting okay. back to this, you know, understanding that all these organizations and agencies are providing a service, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, well, is there any law that says you have to accept the services? No, there isn't. As a matter of fact, when, when you, when they perform on your behalf, they are your agents, correct? That is correct. Well, as my agent, uh, if, if if I don't like the way they're doing something, I can fire them, right? Yep. You can. Move the hell out of the way. I'll do it my damn self. In fact, Robin, uh, KW Robin was on the uh, yeah. town, our little town's uh, website the other day. Uh, Is that right? And she, and she found a posting. That the, uh, the the town of Boaz put up on their website. It says notice of termination of services within police jurisdiction. Really? And it says take notice that the city of Boaz, Alabama, will terminate all services except emergency backup services provided in the area covered by the Boaz police jurisdiction as of October first, two thousand eleven. There you go. So what, what do they provide? They provide the services, right? Yeah. I don't require your services. Move along. It's a one-break. Go ahead. What does that mean? Right. What does that mean? Look, you, 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 you're in your house, and your toilet gets clogged, okay? Now, you can either do it yourself or call a plumber. That's what it means. There's no law that says you have to require you have to call a plumber. You see what I'm saying? So Boaz, them saying that says what? That that they are service providers. They're not service providers. They are. They are, they are, but in this particular case, they're only going to provide emergency backup services with, within the police jurisdiction. So, so if, they, you're in their, if you're in their police jurisdiction and they write you a ticket, they don't have the authority then? No, no, no that, you, you understand, even the police are providing a service. Yep. See, you know, uh, uh, especially at Kentucky, they have these little... I can't for the life of me. I can't remember the proper name for these kinds of entities, but they are not government agencies, but they are, are privately held companies which offer services to uh, uh, the community or the people in the community. They're, and what you'll, what you'll find what you'll find out is is that a lot of these companies are police and uh, fire companies. They're providing a service. Okay. Well, your service is not your services is not required. 
you know, think of it like this. Here's, 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 here's what the police do. It ain't all police, okay, but uh, so much generally so that we can speak of them generally in such a manner. Is that, uh, remember all the gangster movies where, uh, you know, you had the shop owner and then the gangsters would come around and want protection money? Yeah. Why? Because they were providing a protection service to the shopkeeper? Whether they wanted it or not. Whether yeah. they wanted it or not. Exactly. And this, this and, and, and folks, this happens all the time. It's happened throughout all that history. But are you going to be that guy who uh, pays them every week? Or are you going to be that guy that says, get the hell out of my store? One or the other, but, you know, recognize the consequences that when you tell these people these things, they don't understand it. He's got a badge on. He he actually thinks he's the fucking law. Yeah, yeah, they have here in this town. They've gone to people who have businesses and told them that they have to pay and join up. And if they don't, the courts come after them. Well, uh, you know, they can do what they – I can't help what other people do. All I can do is know the law and do the best I can. Right. All right? I, I, some things are out of our control, okay? Uh, but it, it comes to a point, you know, uh, where you, you have to stand up or sit down and shut the fuck up. All right? It's one or the other. Either you're going That's to right. stand for something or you're going to fall for anything. Well, when it went, the position I take with these people is is that, uh, you know, here, here, here's my position. That uh, I have the power, and this much I have recognized in law, the law gives you all the power. Just by law, the will. Just, uh, okay? Sorry, just by what? Wield it. You wield it. W-I-L-L. Yeah, yeah, you know, like you wield a wield a sword, a will. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, think about that word there, will. Don't try to reinvent the will. You gotta understand that every law comes from what? The will of the people. Well, the will of someone. Most law comes from uh, the will of the legislature. Right. Was claimed to represent the people. Well, plus today they're trying to pass ordinances, laws, and they're not laws because people don't know how our country's supposed to be run. Well, well, this is where you have the right of what's called nullification or to void something. I could care less what the local ordinances say when in conflict with higher law. Okay, so let me ask you this. An arbitrary, an arbitrary law is a law made simply because the legislature pulled it, and it's not based on anything natural. All good laws are based on nature. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, we had, they had an incident down in Kentucky where um, they was, this one guy was fighting that, that this guy's house caught on fire, and they would uh, the fire department wouldn't come put it out because he was two months behind on his fees. It was like seventy five dollars a month. You know, pay him seventy five dollars a month, and if your house catches on fire, they'll come put it out. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's how it works down there. It is mm-hmm. not a government agency, the cops or 
mostly your cops, uh, police departments, and mostly your uh, uh, fire and these services, emergency medical services and EMTs and all this stuff, they are not government. They are private companies which offer a service. Okay, then that being said, I want to ask you something. Can I ask it here? Okay. The garbage law, they're saying the law, it's an ordinance. It was passed by the governor here and they're claiming that it's a law, and it's actually an ordinance. And they're saying that you have to pay for your garbage bill. We haven't paid that garbage bill in, like, we told them we don't have service, we're not paying for it. Well, they keep billing us. Right. We don't know how to stop them. Well, you, you go to a higher court where there ain't a bunch of crooks, all right? See, because the one thing I noticed, that, like I said, you know, in some of these smaller towns and everything, it's a family deal. And if you're not oh, part yeah. of the family, you, you know, you're to be fleeced, uh, 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 you know, skinned and uh, used as cattle, you know, uh, as a profit-making machine. The, 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 the most important part is this, is are you within the city limits? Are you – because, see, we have to understand that a lot of times we think we own that property and we don't. We're just buying some kind of uh, uh, copyhold title or, or lease or something, okay? Yeah. All right? And, and like yeah. I said, this is where, you know, you have to understand what's really going on in order to grasp the whole situation is that that city of Boaz, right? That was called city of Boaz? Mm-hmm. Well, it's actually city of boys. You know, like the boys, Idaho, the boys, the boys are back in town. Okay. Yeah. The boys, All right? The city of the city of uh, OS is a corporation. You understand that? Yeah. Right. All right. It has owners, stakeholders, and creditors. Okay. Everybody understand that? Yes. yes. So the question is: is is see when you're a resident of Boaz. It means you're not a citizen. It means you're not in the club. Okay? So the city of Boaz has what's called beneficial owners. The administration of the city of Boaz is elected and appointed by the beneficial owners who own the city of Boaz, a corporation. They can pass any law they wish to pass, but it is only applicable to them and the people that is on the rolls in their jurisdiction. Just because you live right down the street from town hall does not mean you're in the town's jurisdiction. It would depend on, do you own that property? And if you do, how strong is your title? Because Remember, title is everything. Title, right, and estate are all synonymous. Write it down if you have to. Title, right, and estate is all synonymous. So what do you do? Write your own title if they got, like, I don't know how to explain this. So how do I get it out from under their title? 
well, uh, this is just like in the mall, right? You know, oh, you don't buy me out, I buy you up. You see? The, the, the whole point is, is this, and this is very important to understand uh, when we talk about perfect title. Absolute title. Because so do you make, can you make your own title? Well, uh, I would think you certainly can. Can you make that? Can you make uh, your own title for someone else's property? Nope. No. 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 All right. For instance, this is where the the word magicians have it all good. They have a title for a residence, a two-family house, whatever, however they describe it, the premises at uh, 384 uh, South South Street. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, all right. Well. Do they have a title for, you know, the home between the oak tree and the maple tree to the south of the big rock? You know what I'm saying? Probably not. <laughs> so, well, description. Yeah, yeah, I know. All right, well, scriptural money. You know, there's a great commercial on TV where the guy, the guy comes in and he sits down and he says, you know, uh, here I got you all something for Christmas. And, and there was a poem and stuff, and he was talking about, yeah, just words. He said, he said, yeah, but uh, let me see how he said that. Uh, you know, a little bit took of my appreciation. You know, here's some words, and, and the lady goes, well, last time I looked, they don't take words at the store for money. But if you listen to that commercial very carefully, they're telling you some secrets going on there, just like they are all the time. And and, 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 it, and the truth is, is that words are money when properly placed on a piece of paper. For instance, go draw up a promissory note, take it down to the bank, tell them that you want to make a non-recourse loan on some real property. Promissory note. Go make up a promissory note. You go down to the bank and say, hey, I'd like to sell my promissory note. You might, you might get the banker to discount it. You should be able to take it, by law, you should be able to take a promissory note down to the bank right now, tomorrow morning, and walk out there with money. Well, look at coupons. This is a secret. This is a secret they don't want everybody to know, you see? No. Okay. Wait, so can you say that again? You make a promissory yeah. note, you take it to the bank. Yeah, it's how you want to either a non-recourse loan or you want to sell it. They might want to negotiate the terms with the sale. Sure, sure, sure. Hey, hey. And and it's their right, isn't it? Sure. Then and you can always call. decide to take it to another bank. This this is this is something you guys might want to write down and check out. It's called the Office of Discount and Thrift. Office of Discount and Thrift. And thrift. Yep. And you, you get it. You, you get alerted. Look, look, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm a banker. I bank on the Word of God. That's where I have put all my faith and trust. 
so the other day, I turned over my Bible. And what do I see on the back page, on the back cover of it? Do you have your Bibles with you? Who's the first one that got their Bible? I want to see who's closest to the truth. Who has the Bible closest to hand right now? I've I've got it right behind me on the couch. I got four feet. Okay. Well, what if I told you guys that's a bank? At least that's where I do all my banking. Where I put all my faith and trust. Now, pick up your Bible. Turn it over and look at the back of it. Somebody tell me what they see. Uh, a cover, a blank cover. All right, no numbers? Uh, not on mine. Okay, not on yours. Okay. Uh, mine's in a case. Okay, well, I'll tell you no. what's on the back of my Bible, which is a King James authorized version Bible. Uh, with uh, it's uh, by Thomas Nelson. Gotta love it. Love the name. Real classy. You know. uh, I can tell who you are just by your name. Right. Well, on the back of my Bible, there's 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 two sets of numbers. One set is a four-digit number with a C, and the next digit is a twelve-digit number with two. Whatever. But here's what I did. On my personal count, I use those numbers as my routing number and my account number. Do you ever read the front of the Bible before you get it? You know, like the parts where it says, self-pronouncing words of Christ in red. Self-pronouncing words of Christ in red, or is it in read? Hmm, I don't know. And are they talking about the color red, or are they talking about the way you read? Or what you read? Are you really paying attention to the words that are being used? Because if you're if you're reading something and you're and you're dictating how you understand it by how a thing is spelled. You're all wrong. You need to listen to what those words are said. Do not pay attention to how they are spelled. Because as soon as you start looking at how things are spelled, you fall under their spell. So all I care about is what I hear. For when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you into the truth of all things. For he speaketh not of himself, but that which he heareth. And that which he heareth, he speaketh of. And I had always heard, right, that we live in the United States of America, land that is free, the home of the brave. You know, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And I'm telling you guys, the Constitution of the United States allows you to do that. It allows you every right and power and gift bestowed upon the people when they founded this country. They, they gave it to us as a gift, but we have to earn it. 
that is that really hard? You know, it's like, for instance, you know, I'm a bachelor working on my master's. You understand what I'm saying? Because, see, in order, uh, this is another thing to understand about accounts. There's the master account, the clearing account, and the pass-through account. They always come in groups of threes. Uh, and this is how they confuse everybody. A master account is going to be the account that you hold yourself. The clearing account is how you transform your book money into functional currency. And your pass-through account is going to be the account you use to do your spending and, and buying and all that other stuff. And I'm, and I'm telling you, you know, while I have not accomplished it yet myself, I'm telling you I'm going to do it. Very close. When you look at the, remember how we talked about the triple jump? Yep. Yeah, it's one, two, three. Then jump over. Backside. On that backside, here's some ideals. You know, uh, I haven't studied uh, yet, but these are some of the things that I'm leaning toward. Is that dollar bill. Take $1 bill, okay? Deposit that $1 bill into your account. Now you have a note. This all that's public and private. Uh, on the back of your checks, can one use those eight-digit serial numbers as a clearing account? I'm saying yes, you can. Use the serial numbers on the dollar bill? Say again? Use the serial numbers on the dollar bill as the clearing account? Sure. Look, I know this is how it's done, but it's kind of like this. If you've never seen a gollywalk, you don't know what a gollywalk looks like. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know the gollywalk is real because you dig it in your trash every night. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that, you know. Uh, that when we talk about the void, uh, that's the back of the birth certificate, or excuse me, the back of any instrument, specifically a check. Jesus Christ was the King of Kings. That's because he made the check of checks. How about a check? Clears itself. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. No, 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 nobody, no. I, I don't know about you guys, but I think if you write out a check and it clears itself, I think that's a pretty awesome check. Matter of fact, yeah. I call it check of checks. Well, I'm telling you guys, it's possible. But it takes a lot of homework, and I'm getting real close uh, uh, to understanding. Now that I understand how to clear accounts, my, my, only, my only thing left is to deliver it to a functional account. See what I'm saying? To get use of it, you know. I've already done it. I'm just waiting to get the use of it. That uh, makes sense. It sounds similar to, the, to Mary Croft's book on the how I clobbered the something or other. I, I, I heard something about it, but I never did read that book. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, you know, there are 30,000 routing numbers that are active today. That's out of 300 million people. Okay? Yeah. You see the odds there? 
So so while there's 30,000 bank routing numbers, this indicates to me that there are 30,000 people or so that actually have turned the table and, and received the gift which God gave to them, which is, hey, look, when you become old enough to figure it out, you could be anything you want to be, you could do anything you want to do, and there's nothing going to hold you back, and especially not money. And this is uh, what, what I see uh, as far as, uh, you know, I say it, say it with some, you know, uh, you know, so I'm, a, I'm a banker. But you better not be registered agent while you're doing this. Right. Because there's a difference between a quote-unquote agent who is an employee, right? Yeah. And a, and, a, and, a, and a master who is an employer. I don't know about yeah. you, but I would much rather be an employer than an employee. Right? Yeah. Because when you, when you break it down, uh, uh, to be a master, and it's not saying that I'm, you know, better than you or anything uh, other than you. It's just that I've done, you know, these people have done their homework. They have they have accomplished the goals and the qualifications that were set before them to act, you know, to do those jobs. The United States of America is an equal opportunity employer. If you want to work for the government and be the government, you can but only for you. You'll say you're not my government. Right. You know, you're not Jim's government or Susie's government, but you can be the government and use the United States Constitution to your benefit. You talk about uniform gifts to minors and the gift of Christmas. Merry Christmas, right? Well, the Christmas is always about the gift. I'm telling you guys, that God gave us a gift. We just have to earn it. Okay? And if, and if you look at that, for some people, I'm back and they're, they're, they're told how to do it. Giving pens, you know, uh, you know, kept in the family, the family secrets also. Well, this guy right here just had to learn everything on his own. I'm a self-learned, self-taught, self-made man. And, and, you know, I know because God promised me, it's right there in that book, that if I put all my faith and trust in him, everything's going to be all right. And this is what I see. I see see it. I I see it coming into fruition. And it's just, it's like this. Guys, remember the the, the picture with Ben Franklin where he's got the flag with the key and the kite, or the, you know, the kite restraining the key, right? Mm-hmm. And this, is, this is all about checking. Okay? It's what you guys want, eh? You want the power to rule your own lives, right? To make your own decisions, right? Yep. Well, in order to do that, you need what? Knowledge. Yes, and money helps too, right? Oh yeah. All right. Well, like I said, when you could remember the old remember that old show, uh, 
Kung Fu? Yep. And and remember how you close to a grasshopper said, you know, when you can walk across the rice paper without leaving without, your trace, yeah. then you will be a master. Well, I'm telling you, that's a direct reference to writing a check. Because Kung Fu is the martial arts. Martial arts is hand-to-hand combat. Get it? Mm-hmm. So, you know, what I'm saying is, is uh, this is where I'm headed. I want to be able to take a blank white piece of paper Turn it into money. You're pretty badass if you do that, right? Yeah. But I'm telling you, there's people that can do it. And they call them. Sure. They call them masters. You know, I'm still a student. Got my backward. You know, your backward. You guys ever watch a show on TV called Hazel? Old TV show from the 60s? What was it called? Hazel. Hazel? No. Yeah, it comes from the Hazel cartoons that you've seen in the, in the old, old newspaper. About the maid. She's the maid. You know, and she helps the Baxters. Oh, huh. no, yeah. I never saw it. Well, you know, that's a great show. Uh, and they're, they're constantly talking about, you know, to me, I hear it in everything. You know, it's, uh, it's all about law, banking, and energy. So, you know, uh, you look at a routing number on a check, and you think it's just a set of numbers, right? Right. When, in fact, there's a whole lot more going on there. With me. Um, is it possible to go back um, to where you were talking about title? Well, perfect title? Yeah, so... Okay, okay. Look, here's basically what happened. When you was born... You you had all your God given rights, okay? Okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, as soon as you were born, they delivered you of those rights. Mm-hmm. Good? Why? Because you be, you were in fun. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you, you go through the next stage, which is your you know, your childhood, okay? Right. All right. Now, the way they have it set up is that if you want those sovereign rights to run your own life, just because you're sovereign doesn't mean you get to run everybody else. Okay? But the the object for you to to do is is when 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 you were born, they split your title. Okay? And they split it into a legal and an equitable title. 
Okay. Everybody understand yep. that? Yes. Okay. And our goal, our mission, if we decide to accept it, is to unite those titles, those two estates. And, of course, we do that when uh, we come of age. When we come of age, it involves two things. One, the acquisition and control over one's person. Okay, got it. Control of one's person. Yeah. That's flip, yes. flipping over the birth certificate. Yes. That's, Is there yeah, that's, also... I'll, 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 yeah, I'll get to... I'll, that, that's essentially where you talk about feeding the bear. The Bible, the story of David tells about, matter of fact, all the stories in the Bible are about birth certificates and what we're talking about here tonight. Is there um, a component in there where you copyright your name or you file the DBA or Well, there's, there's, a thing about the cop, there's a thing about the copyright, all right? And, and, you know, and here, the, the thing is, is that the, the, the answers aren't in one book. Okay, they're not in one subject; they're spread out all over. Okay. Yeah. Now I'll tell you some interesting things about the copyright. We all know this card. When when we go to court, it's all about the card or the title. Okay. I got the ace. You got the king. Who wins? Ace. I do. I got the ace. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty. You understand cards, how cards work, right? Yeah, I'm. T- I'm trying okay. to understand how that relates to what I'm asking. Because because cards were invented by lawyers to practice court. Uh right. Your suit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You talked about that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you look at what they call the face cards. You know, the king, queen, and jack, right? Well, those used to be called court cards. And doesn't it make sense? It's not the king, it's not the queen, it's not the lawyers or the bars, or the court cards, okay? The only thing that beats court cards is the ace. And the ace represents the will. So when you're talking about cards, one of the interesting things, this gets back to your copyright thing, where we're going with this, is that they have this card called the Joker, right? Yeah. Right. And the Joker card is a wild card, right? Yep. No, it's a willed card. Get it? Okay. All right. Now, one of the interesting things that you'll see on a lot of the Jokers, not so much today, but you'll see them a lot at the older cards, and, and it says, it says, it'll say, Joker, or it'll say the big bar, okay? And it'll say this. It says, this card takes both bars. Takes both what? Bars. Bars, B-A-R-S. Yeah, Yeah, you see, this is what I'm saying. This is what, you know, uh, there's a game, there's a card game called Euchre. You ever play it? No. All right, well, there's a card game called Euchre. And uh, there's also a painting of Jesus Christ called the Eucharist. 
felt the same way. Holy shit, what the hell, right? Why did, what is there a painting of Jesus Christ called the Eucharist? And the Eucharist is someone who's good at playing Eucharist. So you look at the, the Joker. And the Joker says, this card takes both bars. We know who the bar is, don't we? Right? The lawyer is important, right? Right. All right, so this is a hint. The Joker takes both bars. It trumps both bars. You see what I'm saying? So if you go into the court with a Joker, a willed card, you beat both bars. Get it? Gotcha. Okay, and here's why. On on all the old Joker cards, here's what it says. This card takes both bars. Copyright secured. Uh, get it? So the copyright's the wild card? But what, I'm, what I'm saying is, is if you walk into that court and you have the Joker card, which is takes both bars, and the Joker card is when you have your copyright secured. So that's what we were talking about, like in uh, maybe the third, um, the third week, talking about the will and the testament, the, the upper the upper, the northern state, the lower states, and bringing yeah. everything together into one. Yes, yes, yes. I would. Yes, we're going to bring it all into one. Uh, we're not going to be fractionalizing anything. Uh, and and let's, let's make everybody know and understand that uh, uh, that's my property. And same thing when you collapse a trust. You bring both well, legal control and... Ownership and use together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, at the when in the beginning, you know, it says this in the Book of Thomas. If you go read the Gospel of Thomas, if there's any doubt as to what I'm telling you, go read the Gospel of Thomas. Because he's going to re- uh, erase any doubt that you might have, and he's quoted in there saying, "As on the day you were born, you became two. When you make the two become one, then you can enter into the kingdom of heaven." This is the direct uh, relationship to the birth certificate that you were born. When you were born, they split your title. Does everybody understand that? Yes. Okay. And the reason, the only reason that uh, they can come in there and do the things that they do is because they hold what's called a legal title. Uh, uh, and you hold what's called a equitable title. Or, in some cases, you hold the legal title and they hold the equitable but the point being is, is that the title is split. When a title is split, it is proof that someone else has an interest in your estate. Okay? Yeah. If someone has... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, when you make the legal title, together with the equitable title, when they become one, this is what they call perfect title. And he who has perfect title 
you know, is secure, the law secures to him the rights to his property. And no one, not even the United States government, can take it from him. But you got to have perfect title. And this is where we're talking about uh, where we have to come of age. Uh, you, you know, me, I'm right there on the cusp of becoming 18. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right there on the cusp. And as soon as I, as soon as I take control of my own finances, then I'll be a big boy. Okay? Does everybody understand oh, copyright, that? copyright is part of that. What, what I'm saying is, is if you're going to the court, it's Texas Showdown. You got your card, they got their cards, okay? They have their titles and claims, you have your titles and claims. It's a boxing match, okay? It's a title fight. It's a title fight, exactly. And Mama said, not too bad. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. And you know why? Because I'm holding all the cards. Well, I'm trying to relate this into practical steps to take to unite the title. Okay, well, the uniting of the titles is when you prove it, when you overcome, okay? When you turn over the birth certificate, and you really don't even have to quote-unquote turn it over, when you gain control of your person. You see, that's your person, okay? Possession and control. All right, and possession is nine-tenths of the law, is it not? Yep. What is the other test? Control. Title. Let me explain. Possession is good title where no other title title appears. Uh Okay? So if I have possession of something, it's fine. Unless you have a title to it. You see what I mean? So that's where they get to saying possession is nine tenths of the law. Title is the other tenth. So if you have possession and title, that's a pretty good place to be in, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Now we talk about legal and equitable title. In uh, uh, uniting those titles, the first thing you got to do is beat the bear. Then you got to beat the lion. Then you got to cut the head off the giant. I don't beat the bear. I don't beat the lion. I'm just trying to cut the head off the giant. Okay? Beating the bear is when you accept the birth certificate. So, the bear, er, get it? Mm-hmm. All right, so when, when see, they, they sit there trying to give you delivery. When you give them acceptance of delivery and receipt of that, you just beat the registrar. Okay? Who was the bear? She was bearing the documents. You was able to beat her. You beat the bear. Now you got control of your person. Okay? The next thing, you know, uh, uh, is the lion, which is the portfolio, or your faux Leo. Okay? Mm-hmm. So this is your book account. You always heard you're going to have to give account someday, right? Yep. Well, where's your account book? Where's your portfolio? 
Don't have one? Well, well you must have, you, you must not you must not have sought knowledge and wisdom. So when you take these two titles, equitable title means someone else has a equitable interest in that estate. Legal title means someone has controllable interest in that estate. When no one else has an equitable interest in your estate, that title is perfect. When you go out and uh, let's take you got to you got to look at it this way. Let's say I'm going to purchase an automobile off Robin's used car lot. Okay, I I go and and I put down a down payment and I'm going to pay Robin monthly for the car. The title to the car, is it perfect title? Nope. No. It's a split title. Why? Because she's going to retain legal control of that property until you finish well, paying her off. Actually, the title gets put over to my name. So who's, who has legal title? Me. Who has equitable title? Robin. Same way with a mortgage. Same way with anything else. Okay. Yeah, but you would you would have certificate of title. That's that's a. Um, yeah, I would have the title. That's and, 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 and Robin Robin would have the lien. Right. Right. All right. Well, the lien is equitable. So as far as so when we go when we go in here to court. Robin has standing to sue for the car. Why? Because she has equitable title. She has a right. You see? And, of course, she's going to pull me into the court to try to get the car because I didn't pay her what I told her I'd pay her. Right? So I have the legal title. She has the equitable title. She's going back into the court trying to repossess the car and trying to gain legal title back to it. You see? Now, we take that same situation with Robin, and let's say I go into court and my title doesn't show a lien. Matter of fact, my title shows it's perfect. Does Robin have any standing to sue? No. No. And this is the whole point about perfect title. If you have perfect title, that means there is no split in the title which means you enjoy both the legal and the equitable title, which are united together in one perfect title. And as yes, long but as how have, do you get there? Well, uh, uh, like I said, the way they have it set up, you've got to earn it. On the day you were born, they took your rights and they split your title. You have to overcome them as the legal owners or equitable owners, however you, however you want to look at it. Are you still there? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, I heard a beep. I thought maybe lost it. But uh, you have to unite those titles again. And you do that by gaining control over your person and gaining control of your finances. Gaining control of your person is easy with the birth certificate and the registrar. Gaining control of your finances is a little bit more difficult and requires a little bit more uh, 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 knowledge seeking, but it basically comes down to this. 
the current account. The current account sets up your bookkeeping money. You know what they show, uh, old brother, where are you? Huh? I just borrowed. I just borrowed that movie from my sister-in-law. I haven't watched it yet. Well, buddy, you did say you got you, you left some of your folded money there, huh, bud? Folding money. See, there's all different kinds of money in this world. Mm-hmm. And and uh, while I don't enjoy some of the access to documents that some other people do, I'm de- I'm, I'm I'm having to decipher this all from the word without actually seeing what I need to see. It's kind of difficult. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, looking for a golly whack. You ain't never seen a golly whack. It would be pretty hard for you to identify the golly whack, isn't it, if you've never seen a golly whack before? Same concept with uh, getting control over your finances. Uh, there is a way that you write a check, and it clears itself. When you can do this, you have become a master. You have gained control of your finances. As and when you do this, this is proof that you both enjoy the equitable and legal title because you're the boss of your own work. There's a great movie called The Book of Life, and I love that movie because there at the end, uh, uh, you know, um, the registrar, the candle maker, opens up the book. He says, Boosh, Manolo, you get the right. He said, your page is blank. You get the right to story for your own life. And I'm telling you, that's exactly the way it is. So the, where you're going to find the remedy is in the blank space, in the white space. Let me explain, or at least to give you an example. If you go and you, de- you go on the internet and you pull up the treasury man, you're going to see that uh, they have several pages in there that says this. It says, this page intentionally left blank. You ever guys ever run across that before? Yep. All right. Well, if it's intentionally left blank, what is that permission to do? Put something on it. Well, put something on it. All the all the bank accounts I have opened up, they send me, you know, the debit card, along with a cardholder agreement. On every single one of those cardholder agreements, there is a blank page at the back, just like in the Bible. So. In the beginning, God created the heaven that which is above, and the earth that which is below. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, void, and darkness or emptiness was upon the face of the deep. Think about that when you're looking at a blank piece of paper. Think about that when you're looking at the back side of your birth certificate and it's blank. Think about that when you're reading a government document 
and it has these sayings like in the United States Code and the Code of Federal Regulations and the Federal Reserve Act. Most of, the most important section of the Federal Reserve Act is the very last section. It says, all rights reserved. You also see in the United States Code that they have this section, and the section will say, reserved. Maybe you guys don't read as much law as I do. Yeah, there's so, lots of reserved sections. Well, who do you think they're reserved for there, sweetheart? Maybe it's for, for the, the people. people. For the people. Exactly. Exactly. And this is what you'll hear if you go watch C-SPAN. If you go actually go watch the House of Representatives when introducing the passing bills, this is what will happen a lot of times. Not every time. But 99% of the time, this is what happens. The Speaker of the House will get up and say, the bill is passed. The bill is now live upon the table for reconsideration. You guys do know that that piece of paper is a table. Yeah, you had, you had mentioned that in one of the calls. Well, yeah, and here, here's why I say that. Like I said, you know, it comes from the word tablet or the table T, the T account. Transactional account. One account at a time, one day at a time. That table comes from the word tablet. As a matter of fact, in, in ancient Rome, the courts, and you do this uh, when you go to court today, you look at the tables. Oh, you know it as the docket. But it's a table. Which is where you also get the word bench or bank. A traveler's check is drawn on or payable through or at a bank. Let me say that again. A traveler's check is drawn on or payable through or at a bank. Let me break it down for you. A traveler's check is drawn on. You are the drawer. And the reason you're called the drawer is because you have drawn on the bank, which is the bench, which is the table, which is that white blank piece of paper in the front of you. Once you have deposited enough information in our brains, once we have consumed, you know, up here, this, this, this memory bank of mine, we call brain, I have deposited a lot of shit. What do you think? What about you? Yeah. Yes. 
Okay. Since you have made a deposit there, is it that a bank? Hmm. Well, I'm telling you this. Yeah, you can deposit withdraw. Right. And, and, and the credit that you draw from it, this is how you prove your metal. Okay? Full metal jacket. It's not metal, it's the metal. Or the metal. It's in the tail or the tally on the ducking, on the tail. See? For dead men, tail, no tails. Dead men, tally, no tallies. Come, Mr. Taliban. Tally me bananas. All these songs, all these games, all these sports are about the ball, which is the piece of paper, which is the bull. Bullfighting is about the birth certificate. Tennis is about court. Baseball is about scoring runs. It's all about money, power, and energy. And uh, it's amazing to me that everything in, the, in this world is related to those pieces of paper such that they are. That, okay. Uh, I have a question. Go ahead. If I have lelodial title on a piece of property, does that give me a clear, uh, pure title? Is that what you call it? Uh, well, uh, well, if you're asking me whether I would ha- rather have a lodial or perfect title, I want perfect title. A lodial is uh, actually used several different ways in several different states. In some states, it's considered perfect title. In some states, it's not considered perfect title. Okay? So you have to check with your state and, and see whether or not a lodial title is perfect title. Right? Well, they just ignore it here. But, well, of course they do, because, because like I said, none of them follow the law. We're, we're being, look, we're being run by gangs, by thugs, that are going around and saying, hey, pay us money, pay us protection money, or we won't protect you. And if you don't pay us protection money, we're going to beat you up and take your shit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that, that, you know, Go look up the definitions of gang, terrorism, and you're going to find out that, there, that, 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 that the law is actually identifying your local law enforcement as terrorists. They're only law enforcement if they enforce the law. Just because they throw on a pretty little outfit and a nice little shiny badge does not make them law enforcement. Uh, and, and it comes down to this. Either you're going to stand up Push it down. What kind of person are you? Huh? You like getting punked out, do you? Mm-hmm. Nope. Well, not me. So I chose to stand. I chose to rise up. In Freemasonry, they call this the day of rising. As a matter of fact, Go watch the members in Congress 
every congressman that stands up says, I rise today because of whatever. What will you rise for? What will you stand up for? Because the whole point for them to, to, to do this is, is to get in your face and yell and scream. They want to break you. But do you still stand? Look, I'm not going to use any violence. I don't want to use any violence. I don't believe that that's necessary. However, I cannot say what somebody else wants to do. Uh, me personally, I think guns are for pussies. I think guns are for bullies. Matter of fact, I look for a day when we get rid of all the guns. What do you got? That'd be a nice day, wouldn't it? Yeah. Think, you know, when you walk down the street and I have to worry about some guy with a gun pulling, pulling you over, taking your car, taking you to jail, taking your money, taking your children, taking everything you got. All because he says you're not following the law. But you're a smart girl. You're a smart guy. You read the law. It feels wrong. You feel like you've been violated. You feel like you've been wrong. But yet, this guy is walking out with all the money. Well, it'll be a great day when you can walk down the street without a man with a gun telling you what you can and can't do. That is a, a day I hope to see for everyone. You don't need to. Can I give you a scenario? Sure. <clears throat> okay. Let's say I, I, are, I have a lalodial title. I send it to the tax people to inform them uh, that you have uh, pure that's a, that's, a mistake, that's a mistake number one. All right. All right. Let's just keep going. Uh, and then uh, I don't pay the taxes. Then they come and they auction off my house and take my house. Right. So you feel that they stole your house, right? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you, you have two choices here. You can sit down and shut the fuck up. Or you can stand up and fight. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, they like it when it's 15 against 1. They never like it 15 against 15 or 1 on 1. They never like it. But games never do. That's one of the the strengths of games is numbers. Okay? So you have these people that that, that come and took your house, sold your house, do whatever. Well, what are you going to do about it? I don't know. Well, you better figure out something soon. But I, 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 I believe that, uh, uh, that you know, with enough knowledge and understanding, you could beat them in the courts as you go up the court system. Because you've got to remember that the local people, they don't give a fuck about you. To them, you're living on their land. To them, okay, well, so they, how they do I go to court? Own. If I'm not, if I'm not the, uh, I'm not agency. Look, well, go and support yourself. Please state your name for the record, please. Yeah, I'm me. Me is the name I call myself. But what if I'm in trust? If the property's in a trust? Well, then they never should have been able to touch it in the first place. Matter uh-huh. of fact, the matter of matter of fact, there's a few cases. Uh, where it says that, uh, you know, if 
First of all, if it's in a trust, the trustee must be present. Wait. Hold on a minute. Well, you know, looking at the... Uh, Sorry about that. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was just saying that, you know, if it's in a trust, who's the trustee? Okay. Who's the trustee? Who's the trustee? Yeah, because I'd be on his ass. Uh, the uh, uh, the living soul is. All right, well, you know, uh, got a picture of this living soul so we can identify. Yeah. All right. Well, see, here's here's the thing, and I'll tell you I'll tell you why. You know, it's it's probably first of all, every situation is different. You ask you, you ask a uh, hypothetical question, you're going to get a hypothetical answer, okay? Sure. Yep. All right. So, well, first of all, uh, since she, is, I don't, I don't understand how how you could claim to have a loyal title and then say it's in trust. Okay. The because trust has the very, a the very title. fact, the very, the very fact that there's a trust, right? Proves what? The title. There's split title. Yeah. How about this? I am the owner. That's a, that's a, that's a good title. Owner. Is that a question? No, I'm just saying that's a, that's, that's a, a good title is owner. Uh, See, we always, we always think of names as Bob, Tom, Bill, and Bob, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I've, I've learned that uh, I like names like administrator, owner. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, on all my documents, you know, uh, I, I put the, the administrator in front of my last name. So it's, uh, you know, administrator Smith or administrator... Armstrong or Administrator Thomas, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right, and see, this, this is the cool thing about uh, uh, blank spaces. I like blank spaces because blank spaces you can put things in, and when you put things in blank spaces, uh, it's called deposit. You look at that piece of paper, and uh, for instance, uh, with your with with your house, if they're coming to get your house, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, we we have already identified them of not being of God because not, nobody of not God being what they are not of God. If they're coming still in your house, they're not of God. I mean, that's pretty simple to understand, isn't it? I just can't get that word you're saying. God. Spell it. This this one oh, comes to your house. You're not. It's, I didn't hear what you said. If what's something's not in your house, it's not of God. Yeah. Oh, so okay. what I'm saying is, if there are people coming to steal your house, they are not of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all the governments are derived from authority from God. 
So you been so you have been wronged. Get it? Yep. Okay. Well, the thing is, is what are you going to do about it? Are you going to let them get away with? It? Well, no, I wouldn't want to. But I, all I can think of what I would do is file a lawsuit well, that I damaged. Damage. Right. Right, and, and, and let's say you, you go through that system and uh, they laugh you out of the courthouse. Why? Yeah. Because they're all in it together. Yeah, agreed. Okay, well, what do you do then? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm well, of, co- of course, of course, we're going to exhaust our administrative remedies. We're going to give the government employees an opportunity to enforce the law. Okay. If the government employees refuse to enforce the law, guess who it's up to to enforce the law? Myself. That's right. Okay. But understand this, that uh, the fake law enforcement, they don't like real law enforcement. It's a game this place. We call this game spiritual warfare. We have, we have bad guys dressed up like good guys. And good guys who are made out to be bad guys. Right? So it's kind of hard to figure on who, who's good and who's bad. But it's simply a matter of understanding this. If you're driving down a road and, 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 and two men pull you over with some flashing light, they pull you out of the car and they beat you senseless. That's wrong. Yep. Okay. What I would say is this, is that if we want to make sure that this doesn't happen to people on a regular offer basis, we have to make sure that those people never get an opportunity to do it again. Okay. All right. How do you do that? You're imagining this person, uh, how far are you willing to go? That's up to you. The one thing for sure is that uh, they shouldn't get away with it, right? Yeah. But yet, so here they are on broad open in broad open daylight on the, on the corner of uh, of uh, you know a, a boulevard and, and one of the biggest cities in the world on video choking a black man to death, and they walk. Would you I file a criminal complaint? Well, uh, it, it, criminal complaint, they just murdered somebody. Should it be the prosecutor's job to, to prosecute that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot. He's one of the boys, too. You see? Yeah. He's part of the blue coat, too. And he's going to protect his brothers. And by the way, that's what every gang calls themselves is brothers and sisters. I know. If you're in a, if you're in a, if you're well, in a game, I don't. I don't feel game, like. Again. Feel like I don't have any. I, I, you know, you say to go after myself. I don't. You know, I don't know exactly what to do to do that. I mean, what good is that going to do? They got the guns. I got nothing. All right. Well, then you need a champion. Okay. You know. You know, that's what a champion does is go out and he defends someone else's right? Someone else's rights, right? Yeah. 
Well, you need to find you a good lawyer. Preferably one not from that area. So that's the truth. Yeah, they, this is what I've noticed in reading court cases and everything. It's never uh, uh, that they take care of it in-house. In, in Usually they have to bring an outside lawyer in, and that's what shit gets done. Because, see, as long as they're going to the same people who stole the house from you, they're going to screw you. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they're all in cahoots. But as soon as you go to a lawyer, you're incompetent. Yeah. Well, out of age, right? your award is state. Right? Well, what do you think of this? The law, listen, listen. The law gives every man and woman the right to defend their property. Yeah. To, the extent, to the extent of shooting and killing the person trying to steal their property. So I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by 6. Now, I'm not telling you you're going to shoot anybody. What I'm telling you is the law allows you to defend your property from anybody who's trying to take it unlawfully. Well, we have a friend, a guy we know, who this is how he would handle it. He would go and he'd get a criminal complaint. He'd go and file a criminal complaint. And when the crook, who's in cahoots with the rest of them, didn't file that criminal complaint, then you put a criminal complaint against that person. Sure. And you keep doing the criminal complaint against all of them. Right. And that starts making them really nervous. Well, sure, because now you're shining a light on their misdeeds. They don't like mm-hmm. that. See, see, uh, what I've noticed is that, you know, uh, is that there's a little clique in every county called the bar. And while you believe it's dudes in suits, it's not. It's the bartenders, the bar owners. Okay? You have to understand yeah. what's really going on. Why do you think they call them the Hebrews? See, this is, the whole language, is, is, it's all gang language. Just like Crips and Bloods are speaking today, it's gang language. And if you don't understand the gang language, you're never going to catch what's going on. Yeah. No, we understand. We know most of the terminology. Uh, right. So, so well, it would seem to me that, uh, you know, of course, you can't go to war with 15 people, can you? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can't have a shootout, right? Now, if it, right. Was, just, if it was just one burglar, or one thief coming to steal your home. You know how to take care of that, don't you? Yeah, I sure do. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's called 357, right? Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. It's called shotgun, right? Yeah. But this poses a problem when they're a gang wearing colors. Because in gangs, if you shoot one of them, you got to shoot them all. That's yeah. the way they roll. That's the way they roll. And trust me, that's the police. You shoot a police officer and see how fast they come down on you. Yeah, that's for sure. And the reason is because you killed one of their brothers, one of their gang members. Yeah. So you're on the hit list. Shame, isn't it? That we're sitting here talking about uh, law enforcement in this way. Yeah. But it's all facts. It's all backed up. It's right there in the law. What is a gang? What is colors? You Go read it. 
and you're going to see that they identify law enforcement agencies, you know, people who wear badges and run around with guns, uh, enforcing their will upon other people. They identify them as terrorists, as gangs, right there in the law. Yeah. So if you live in a gang-infested area, right? Right? Yep. Move. Yeah. Because not not all areas are like this. There's actually good areas where, where good people run the things. You see? Find one of those counties. So I find one of those cities. The city of Cincinnati. Great city. Move to Cincinnati for one of its outlying areas. Ohio is a great state to live in. Now, down hmm. south, uh, not so much. It's the good old boys. Yeah. You know, there's a great movie called The Free State of Jones. You ever watch it? No. Yes. That's an awesome movie. It is. We were just talking Indeed. about that yesterday with some friends. What's it called? The Free State of Jones. It's uh, oh. Matthew McConaughey. I'll see if it's on Netflix. And, and and the most important part of that whole movie there. Now you talking about people that was done wrong. These guys were done wrong, wasn't they? Oh yeah. All right. And and, and they finally they actually get justice to win over sixty something years later. And do you do you remember when they was in the court? What the most important piece of evidence was in that court that was admitted as evidence in that court? The family Bible. The family Bible. Yes, sir. I want to get one. Huh. Well, as far as I'm concerned, huh. God, family, country. In that order. First of all, this is the Word of God. This is the way I understand it. Second, this is my family, this is my home. I'm going to protect it. Third, this is my country. We have laws here. And the people have the right to enforce the law. How could the police officer have the right to enforce a law that you don't have the right to enforce if you're not one of the people? It's it's a circular argument, you see what I'm saying? Uh, There's the master and there's the servant. Which one are you? Master. Well, that's, I'm, I'm trying to get there. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm trying to get there. Uh, but this is what they mean by uh, your bachelor's degree and uh, uh, your master's. Uh, right now, if you want to uh, state in uh, technical terms my expertise, it's, uh, you know, linguistics, uh, um, uh, xenophobics, um, you know, language. Because uh, in that language tells us everything, and uh, we don't know the words we're reading. Uh, that's I think that's a huge disadvantage. Another disadvantage is is when you read too quick. Every all the old sayings are true. You know how they say chew your food, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Well, you know you chew your food 
so that you can digest it well, right? Yeah. Right? Same way when you're reading. Why do you think they call it Reader's Digest? Slow down. Read those words slowly and understand what they mean. Yeah. Then you're you're going to understand what the United States of America is. You're going to understand what the Constitution of the United States of America is. You're going to understand what the Congress is, what the Senate is, and what the judicial branch is. Because you have the right to operate all of that by yourself. Now, of course, if you're dealing with local things, uh, you're never going to get a fair shake at a local court. If you're from if you're from Ohio, and you're involved in some legal proceeding in Alabama, the people knew that this the person from Ohio was not going to get a fair shake in Alabama. See what I'm saying? They knew this. This is why they instituted the federal government or the federal courts, so that we can have an unbiased, impartial third party uh, 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 oversee the proceedings between a citizen of Ohio and the state of Alabama. Because it's the same way with you. It's probably the same way with a citizen from Alabama in the courts of Ohio. Chances are, he's not going to get a fair shake. So we have to have that federal jurisdiction where we can have some unbiased party, say from Virginia, come and uh, oversee that case. So, I'm of this opinion. It all can be done through law if you're willing to persevere and you have patience. Matter of fact, I'm living proof of it. Yeah. Got to have stick to it. <laughs> right, you know, patience is a virtue. Be virtuous. Never give up. Take, go with, take, take it to the highest court of the land. Take it to the Supreme Court if you have But you have to be willing to do that. Yeah. Well, you got to have the money to, too. Well, that's 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 not really true. Well, you're, it's supposed to be available to you. Well, what I'm saying is that where there is a will, there is a way. Let me say that again. Where mother, there is a will, there is a way. My mother used have, to always say that. Do you have a will? Yes. No. Now you, do you see what I'm saying? Oh, well, I have a, personally, I have a will. I don't have a written one. <laughs> well, you better you better start writing. No, I don't want a will. <laughs> well, you better start writing one. Because, because this is gets right back to dead men tell no tales. Your your will, what he's saying is your will is the ultimate power. Supreme, supreme law of the land, it's the ultimate power. So if if the laws are brought into existence through the will of the people... And right. you, Where's your law? Where's your law? Right. So mm. by you writing your will, you're establishing your law, your jurisdiction. Right. Uh, uh, okay. 
I'm really, I guess you could say that I'm really a nomad right now. Okay. Well, I'm a nomad either. <laughs> no, nomad, you know, like a... Right? Like a wanderer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I have nothing in my name. I have no debt. I right. resigned as agent, so I have nothing. Well, you you do know you do know that uh, some of the richest people in the world have no obligations. Mhm. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, I, you know. I could sit here and point out lots of things why I why I see things the way I do, uh, but it basically comes down to this: I never want to abandon reason and logic. Because as soon as you do, you're insane. Right? So for as far as you see, if I'm sitting on a bench and I'm hearing you say you have no will, that you have no property, that you have nothing, what the hell are you doing in my court, lady? What am I doing what? What are you doing in my court? (laughs) Well, I don't usually, I've never had the privilege of going to one. Uh, since I've been in that situation, since I've been that way. Well, you know, the uh, way I see it in the medieval times, if somebody went to court, it was a party. <laughs> oh, that's true. <clears throat> you know, and this is where you get into announcements, visitations, you know, like the visitorial power of the sovereign. Uh-huh. That's, a, that's a nice thing to exercise, but if you know how to exercise, see what I'm now, of course, think of think of you owning a big, huge company with with hundreds of thousands of employees, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, now not all of those employees are going to recognize you as the owner, right? Right. That's that's your problem. You see what I'm saying? Okay. But we need to get them to recognize that you are the owner. <coughs> we the uh-huh. people. And of course, you know we're we're talking about uniting those two titles, uh, uh, and it's also equally true—not just with legal and equitable, but it's also true with spiritual and earthly. Yeah. Go, go read your constitution and read yeah. it real slow. Don't think you know what that word means. Know what that word means, because it says this: all legislative power. Let them see how invested in here is. Oh, how does it all? All how's that go? All legislative power granted herein shall be vested in a Congress. Yeah. Okay. A, a Congress, Congress, right? Con- a Congress, a Congress, not the Congress. Big difference there, don't you? Okay. Yeah. Yes. And it's just a little word like that between A and the that makes the whole difference. And that well, Congress, that Congress you, could be you. Well, I'll tell you, that, yeah, that Congress, you, you always heard that even you could be the president of the United States. And I'm telling you that is absolutely true. Tell it, it's true. You could be the president of the United States. 
if you know who you are, where you come from, and what you're doing. Because remember, the President of the United States is an office. A native citizen can fill any office. And the reason is because a native citizen is an owner. Get it? Uh-huh. Why do you think all the natives live on the Federal Reserve? You know, those, those private banks that are, have the ability to create money, right? But only sovereigns have the right to create money. Are you catching what I'm showing down? Are you picking it up? Yes. Well, are you a native citizen? I am. I am. I am also a native citizen of these United States. And, of course, when we talk about that uh, United States, when you think the, that which is above, like that which is below, then you can enter the kingdom of heaven. This is what they call Congress, which consists of a House of Representatives <clears throat> and a upper house called a Senate. Well, there was this guy named Jesus who went to the upper room and had Congress. Did he not? Yeah. Okay. Well, think of the birth certificate. The front of the birth certificate, you know that's not you. That's an organization, state agency, right? Yes. That is your House of Representatives. You have to go all the way back to ancient China, India, and, and, and you know the Egyptian and the Hebrew stuff helped too. But the real secrets are really found in ancient India and ancient China because what is a house but a car or a lot? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this is this is just your a piece of paper. That is your land. It, 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 you can express it in many ways. Okay. And what I'm telling you is the birth certificate is all that rolled into one. Have the House of Representatives. which you could be elected, what is it, every two years, right? Whatever it is, two or four years, right? Yeah, if you're uh, if you're naturalized. Well, can't you go change your name? Um, see, see, yeah. This is, what, this is what they mean by election. You could either elect to get off the couch or not get off the couch. Well, that's that. That's the only the only way that you can um, that your will can be evidenced is if you get off the couch. Well, sure, sure, and, and this is what we call acts or deeds. Yep. Right through your right hand, the right hand of the Lord is mighty. Go. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Did you figure it all out, Joe? then I will declare unto you that your own right hand can save you. And this is what I'm talking about, turning the tables on the money merchant. 
they, they, you know, like I said, I said this before, you know, I have no high school diploma. I have no college degrees. I have no certificate of accreditation. I have none of this shit, okay? All I have is what I've learned myself. And what I have learned is that the most powerful, most valuable treasure in the world is word. That's why they call it a thesaurus. If you, if you don't have a thesaurus, I suggest you get one. Because a thesaurus is going to let you in on a lot of secrets about what words actually mean. Because you see a word, you think, well, what the fuck is that? Then, if you pick that word and you put it in a thesaurus, you're going to find out what that word is very quick. You have this situation, and like I said, it's it's hard to explain, but all the power lies in you. You ever watch that movie Willow? It's in all the movies. It's in everything. It's, I, I can sit here and quote movies all day long about how it points to this. It's right in front of our face. Have you watched the movie Willow with Val Kilmer and, you know, the midget? I did, yeah. It's a great movie. You like that movie? Yeah. I liked it. It was a pretty good movie. But there was a point when the head magician come up there and remember, uh, Willow wanted to be an apprentice of a magician, right? Yep. And uh, and there were several candidates for apprenticeship, right? Mm-hmm. And the magician held up his hand and he said, which finger holds all the power of the universe? Oh. And he asked, what asked the first guy, and the first guy touched his hand and he said, nope. No. Now, what did Willow do, Robert? Go ahead and explain. Uh, if I remember correctly, he was going to say none, but then he didn't. No. He kind of caved in and he picked no. up the... No, he, he looked at his own finger. He was going to pick, it, it was going to pick his own finger. Okay. It was, yeah, and then he didn't. Right. Instead of following his heart, he did yep. what he was thought he was expected. Yeah. Same, way, same with us. All the power lies in your right hand. How do you kill uh, a vampire? How do you kill a vampire? This is another thing that I understand very well. You want to? You want? You want? You, you got? You got problems? Uh, you have? You suffering from entity possession? Uh, you have familiars coming out doing a vampire style? Uh, all these horror movies, horror movies and these stories about monsters are all legal shit. And it tells you how to beat them. So if you, how do you beat a vampire? Stake in the heart. You put a stake in his heart. And you break that down, Susan. Where we all can understand what the hell that means. Well, we know what a stake is, right? You know, you stake your claim got a stake in that. I'm a stakeholder, right? And of course, the heart is always representative of the will. The heart has four chambers, just like the city of Jerusalem. 
just like the four squares. Go, go, go read your Bible and see how it talks about the city with four squares. Remember that little game you played kids, you know, out in the yard called four square? You say four square? Sure, four square. Uh, like like when I was like when you're in elementary school and you're bouncing sure, the ball. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and until you have the mind of a child, you can't refer to the people get yeah, we gotta get rid of that doll shit and go back to your childhood. Because all the stories are there. In all the fairy tales. It's all in the nursery rhymes. Uh twinkle, twinkle little star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the sky so high, you're like a diamond in the sky, blah blah blah, right? That's about the birth certificate. Rock a bye baby on the treetop about the birth certificate. Uh, uh, Cinderella, Snow White, all about coming of age. Um, just to interject, Don and Amy have to go, so I just wanted to see if they had any questions before. Yeah, I'm going to have to get off here myself. So, uh, yeah, if there's any questions, we'll wrap a few things up. I, I, look, Guys, all I'm trying to do is give you a different perspective on how to look at things. What God has showed me. It's all in the words. Yeah, no. That. no, I don't have any questions. I, I get it. If um if we could touch on something just briefly and, and maybe set the stage for next for next week. Um, one of the things that Robin put in her email was uh, a topic of setting up another vehicle to be used um, in commerce or to interact with um, sure, sure. with the public, and maybe we could set the stage for that and get us all interested so we could do a little research on it. My, my, my position right now is this. is I'm so comfortable and confident with what I know is that uh, you know that entity everybody's having problems with, right? Say that again, the entity what? We're all having problems with? Yep. Oh, that's my bitch. Okay. Right? You see what I'm saying? So I I have no problem using that name or the information because I've learned how to, you know, transfigure it, for lack of a better word. For instance, you take a social security number, right? Yep. It's, it's three numbers, dash, two numbers, dash, four numbers, right? Mm-hmm. But did you also know that your Social Security number could be used as a claim number by changing the format? Uh, no. Yes, you could actually take the first two numbers, put a dash, and put the rest of the, the other seven numbers. Now you just transfigured or transformed your Social Security number into a claim number. Into what number? A, a claim, claim. No, oh. but you want to file a claim. Oh. File a claim where? I mean, what kind of claim number? See, in your current account. Remember what he said in the beginning about the current account? It was um, a usually when a partner has Employee. a debt or, or a claim against his company. He, he right. immediately puts that on file, and it goes on the books of the company, so it's available. And, and I'm telling you, the books of the company is your birth certificate. Look, you go get the treasury manual, you look at it, and look at the agency identifier codes. And you're going to here's what I see in that is that 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 it's all you. 
It's all you, baby. It's all you. Okay. For, for instance, you know, they have on there, uh, uh, as they list the things, uh, the, the page numbers, uh, it says House of Representatives, page A2. Senate, page A1. This is direct reference to the birth certificate. That which was first shall be last, and that which is last shall be first. Just think of the page number on your birth certificate. Ah, yep. Is there a page number on your birth certificate? No. Only so because you haven't put one there yet. Only because you haven't put one there, exactly. And, of course, when you go right in the Treasury Manual, it, 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 you know, when I'm looking at the agency code, it starts off with triple zeros. Uh, or what they call the triple bagel, or the hat trick. Pulling your, pulling your head out of your ass. Get it? Let me say that again. Pulling your head out of your ass. You know, pull the rabbit, the hair from the hat. Jesus Christ was the Word made flesh and dwelt among men, full of truth, grace, and glory. Amen. Jesus Christ was the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So I'm just simply following instructions. Instructions that the Bible gives me, instructions that the law gives me, I'm having some issues with the connectability of the electrical circuit, but hopefully that's taken care of. Maybe I'll know something here in a few days. I don't know. But one thing for sure is I'm not going to stop. I'm never going to give up because I know it's there. And it has to do with the current account, the clearing account, and the deposit account. It has to do with turning the birth certificate over. Why in the hell does the first five digits of my Social Security, I got, there's a eight-digit number on the back of my birth certificate, and it's written in microfont, the same font that your routing numbers are written in, okay? And the first five numbers, five digits, match exactly to the Treasury clearing account. I am the treasurer of the United States. I am the president of the United States. I am the secretary of state. I am all of that if I choose to be. And here's why. It's because I own it. How do I own it? Through my account, my current account. Which is which in Germany is called a, an accept gyro card which is a payment card, which is what, what you have to do with invoices and payments. See, the way they have things set up, it's just like when they sent uh, Jesus Christ broke up the, the bread and, and he sent it around the table. Well, if you go watch the movies, you read it, it kind of leaves something vague, but there's a few good movies that actually identify what's really going on there. And it has to do with the invoice, the payment, and the sales receipt. 
Because remember that the sales receipt or the receipt is what? Um, oh, we talked about it earlier, folks. What is yeah. what, what is the it's it's an instrument. It's particularly a check. Well, how about a banknote? Yeah, banknote. I'm telling you it is. See? A bank note is nothing more than a receipt. That's why companies let all keep all a copy of all their sales receipts. The reason is the company never keeps all that cash. It's all book money. They yep. just know how to take the book money and turn it into functional cash when they need to. Because that receipt means that something had cleared. Right. Right. So now it's accessible and it can be uh and it can be um every piece used of as money, funds. All money has two signatures on it. You want to pay? Yep, I'm looking at the uh I'm looking at the one dollar right here, the I dollar. All right. And it's now, got the secret secretary of treasurer and it's got the um Treasurer of the United States, the Secretary yep, of the Treasurer. Treasurer of the, yep. All right. Now those aren't real persons, those are offices, aren't they? Those are offices, right. And do you not, as a native citizen, have the right to fill in the office? That's correct. I have no problem doing what, I, with what I'm doing. And I look forward to the day I actually complete the circuit, and then I go live. And hopefully, it's here soon. People, I'm about, you know, I'm, a, I'm about to explode. I'm about to give birth. I'm about to change the world. And uh, when I have the power to create money, yes, that's a lot of power. Isn't it? Matter of fact, it is. That's the that is the single most powerful tool that any sovereign has. Well, it gives you the ability to do everything. Right. Wait, wage war, yes. bankrupt people. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You know, and, you know, I just found out two days ago that the state of grace is a judicial institution by definition. Expand on that. There's all different kinds of financial institutions. Yep. Okay. Banks, depository institutions, risk, savings, loans credit union, and all this, right? Right. Well, anytime a state creates a current account, it's a judicial institution. Ah. I wonder if you know, what's the percentage? 
of people that actually turn the table. I hate to say it, folks, but I'm a G. I'm a government man. You're a one in a million. Well, I'm definitely one of the 30,000, or and that about be one of the 30,000 out of 300 million. Isn't that what Mental House said? Only one in a million would figure it out? Right. And you got to remember, look, you got to remember that all the history that you're reading is a story. None of it's real. Having a hard time grasping, grasping it? Well, it's it's something that I'm becoming more comfortable in thinking about. Right. Because it's, it's a paradigm shift. Yeah, 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 because you got to change your whole way of thinking. You, you have to understand uh, geometry. And when I say geometry, I'm talking about your relationship to other objects and the faces you see through them. For instance, uh, if you were to take a pyramid, and you were to look at a base going away from you, all you would see is a square. You would never know it's a pyramid until you walk around and look at the other side. Right. All right, so it's all a matter of perspective and the position you take. And me, myself, I like to walk all the way around it so I see all the faces or the facets. Okay? If you go and look at these company logos, especially banks, City Bank, Alfie, and there's quite a few other ones. You always see that they have this little arc that uh, that appear in their logo. That arc is that third jump. Remember in the movie Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? Yeah, that's been a while too, but I did see that. All right, at the end, you know, Sean Connery, you know, well, there's what he had. You know, Sean Connery's got this book, and he, he's uh, talking about only a tentative man may pass, right? Okay. And and, and, and the Harris Court goes, okay, Dad, but what does it mean? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> she goes, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Indiana Jones, when he's trying to get to the Holy Grail, he's got to pass three tests. Right. And do you remember what the first test is? No. <laughs> Remember, he, he, gets he down had on to, his knees. He had to kneel. All right? And that that's representative of zero. Null. Okay? You, know, you ever play cards, spade, uh, and you go kneel? Which is to say, mm-hmm. which is to say, we don't know what we're going to get. The second one is what? He had to spell the name of God. And if you remember right, the first letter he stepped on was a J. But it's an I in Latin. Yeah, but it fell through, didn't it? Yeah. And he said, and he smacked himself over and said, hot dumbass. In Latin, it's spelled with an I. See? The letter I and the letter J is the same thing. 
just like the letters C, K, and G. Uh, you know, once you understand that those letters could be moved interchangeably, just like the T and D. You know, we talked about, you know, hatter or hatter. It's kind of the same thing. There's not much difference. But there's two different words there. One spelled with double T's and one spelled with double D's. And every man likes a chick with double D's. Which, by the way, in routing numbers, two zeros represent are used by, or are used by the United States government. On my current account, guess what the first two digits of my routing number are? Two zeros, I would guess. Double D's, baby. Two big old Joe's. And this is all, uh, 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 like I said, it's all relative. Uh, you know, I, you know, I wish I could just take what I know and download it to your brain. You know what I mean? Yeah, but me I too. So, so I have to try to explain it the best way I can of, of everything I see. Well, it's all in the movies. It's all in the stories. It's in the nursery rhymes. It's it's, it's in all the sayings. Uh, at least this is what I hear here. Uh, and uh, it's like in the movie The Matrix. In the Matrix, you had a, a, a part in there where Neo had to jump from one building to another building, right? And he had to, yep. he had to clear it, you see? You understand what I'm saying? He had, he to, had to free his, job. Free his mind. He had to free his mind uh, because things don't work the way you think they do. The truth is, is you can install an institute, a financial institution, and a bank account right now. Now, how do you get that, that bank account money into the functional bank account money? That's the trick. That's the jumping between two buildings. You see? Yeah. Imagine, imagine the first building that Neo was on is the money where is the bank where he's got all his money. You know, his money of account. He's trying to get his money to the other building. And he needs to clear the building, you see. This is that little arc that you see on all the banking logos. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Citigroup, Capital One, Palti. Uh, there's quite a few of them, of those bank logos, that have this arc. And uh, it's just a simply, uh, quite put, it's just like the triple jump. And you have to clear one building to another. That's the trick. Just like in the second degree of Freemasonry, where a Mason receives his wages, and he's entitled to those wages, and uh, uh, the second degree of of a magician. There's three tricks that a master magician must know to be a master magician. And as we know, the magicians are the magi, or the magi straits. Okay? They perform a trick. There's a great show called the Carbonaro Set. Go watch that show and think about law, think about checks and money when he's doing those little tricks. The second trick that a master magician must know, the first trick, of course, is the pulling the rabbit from the hat. Okay? Or pulling the hair from the hat. This is where you get the term, pull your head out of your ass. Now think about the page numbers on that birth certificate. Follow me? Okay. 
All right? That's how you pull your – when I say pull your head out of your ass, I'm talking about taking the backside of the birth certificate and turning it into the front, taking the tails and making it become head. Making it the A1 account. Right, right. Um, uh, the A1, page A1, page A2, which is designated in the Treasury Manual as both double zeros or triple zeros. Zero 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 on page A A two for the House of Representatives and A one for the upper house which is called the Senate. Or is it the Senate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Um when you got if you if you the second degree of the magic is 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 pouring the water into the paper and having it disappear. You know the trick? Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, I usually see it done with milk. Yes, yes. Right, right. Because we all have the milk from the cow, right? Yeah. Well, the cow is the birth certificate. It's an animal. I just happen to have a red heifer. It's a specific species of animal. Right, right. Particular type of animal. Uh, well, every once in a while, there's a red heifer born, right? Right. And the people of Israel get upset, uh, get crazy over it because will this be the heifer that is sacrificed by the Messiah to bring peace to Israel and pay their sins, right? Well, right. It's just, well, uh, you know, you know, I have a red heifer. Trust me, I have a red heifer. But getting back to the paper, you have the paper which they roll up into like a foil or cone or what I'm going to call the cornucopia. Okay. All right? And this is directly related to vortex mathematics. Uh, they take the paper and they pour the milk into the paper and it, and it disappears, right? Right. All right, this is representative of you writing that check. And that check disappearing. Never to be seen from again going into the void. Yep. All right. So where is this milk going? It's going into the void. Get it? Mm-hmm. All right. And the third trick that the master magician learns is what? If you're going to be one of the best magicians, you've got to know how to do what? Make things disappear. That's right. This is the disappearing trick. And all these are representative of what you do with the birth certificate. Or your 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 coming of age of you of you achieving that master status. You know they have the entered apprentice, the fellow the fellow uh, fellow master, the, you know the fellowship, and the master degree. Well, let's look at that word, fell low. Get it? How low can you go? How low can you go? Did you go say, as you're looking at all the what's uh, that word again? I missed that word. Fellow ship. Oh fell fellow, okay. All right, because you fell low. Yep. You know, how low could you go? Because it's the answer's been right underneath your nose the whole time. Now, if you pull out your dollar bill. All right? Mm-hmm. Do you have a magnifying glass? Actually, I do, if I can make it pump out here. 
Go ahead. Have you ever uh, have, do you have a crystal ball? That I don't have. A crystal ball is nothing more than what's called a seed stone, which works just like a magnifying glass. It's a half block of a ball of glass that you can put on things that you can read them better, you know, magnify them. Okay, so when you're watching in the movie and they're, and they're have their crystal ball stuff, it's just a seeing stone that works like a magnifying glass. By, by looking at that birth certificate, as well as other documents, you can determine what's really going on. Can you see on the macro as well as the micro? Because if you pull out your magnifying glass and you look, like I said, that is the only document that I have ever seen the great seal of the United States of America on. Right? On that, you're going to see on the left-hand side, you're going to see the pyramid. It's nice knowing what that means. Novus Ordus Seclorum. New Order of the Ages. And when they're talking about ages, they're talking about the AGs the attorney general, the government men, the G-men, the G's. When you look at that oh, that little saying underneath the pyramid, it says, the great seal, right? Right. Are you sure that's what it says? See all? Seal. The great see all? Right? But I'm looking for something. I'm going to say what it says if you pull out the magnifying glass. That L sure as hell looks like a T. Like an upside down T. Well, no, it looks like a right side up T. It's just that that little part of the L, you know, you know, it's how you read. You know, uh, the only reason I can say this is because where I've been reading, you know, old languages, uh, you know, understanding how hieroglyphs turned into glyphs that turned into a symbol that turned into letters. See what I'm saying? Okay. I'm yeah. And I'm telling you that that says the great seat. Recitus. Right. The city. The throne. That's where you sit. You see what I'm saying? Every city that you see, the city of Cincinnati, the city of Los Angeles, the city of this, the city of that, every city was founded upon a certificate. believe it or not. And it was founded by someone who turned the table. Somebody who sought knowledge and wisdom above all things and found a treasure buried beneath the earth. There's also a a line of Roman numerals at the base of the pyramid. Uh, Sure, there sure is. And I've been trying to decipher those myself because it's not what, nothing is ever what you think it means. Right. Now, all right. Now, you see the eye above the pyramid? Yes. All right. What all that is, is imagine somebody picking up a pyramid and showing you the bottom of it. Get it? Think about that for a second. Let's say you had a pyramid, right? Mm-hmm. A pyramid-shaped object that was sitting on a table, right? And I picked it up, 
and I showed you the bottom of it. That's the eye. See, you see, you see the pyramid, right? The yeah. The only part of the pyramid you don't see is what? The bottom. Is on, yeah. Okay, well, I'm telling you the great sheet is on the bottom. Okay. The, the part is confusing me. I'm looking at the eye, and the eye is enclosed within a triangle, and I'm saying, how can that be the bottom of the pyramid? It's, I'm just I'm reading too literally into it. Yeah, you're presuming, you're presuming it's a five-sided pyramid instead of a four-sided pyramid. Correct. Right, so so when you look at that, the only thing that you're not seeing is the bottom of the pyramid. Right. All right. This gets us to Egyptian. You have to, like I said, you have to go back to the old days. If you don't, if you don't go back to read history and, and Egyptian, China history, and shit like this, you're never going to, you're never ever ever going to catch it. You're never going to see it. So you have on one side of the birth certificate, the pyramid, the Novus Ordo Seclorum, uh, the Newt Plethus, the initials, and the title, the Great Sheet. I'm telling you, the symbol wound up in that little circle there is symbolic of what needs to go on the bottom of the birth certificate. Okay? Gotcha. Now let's jump on the other side, where you'll find a shield, an eagle, arrows and branches, 13 stars, right? War and peace. Right? Well, let me me explain a couple of things, because I'm just reading in symbols, okay? You have the shield there. That is representative of the child because it's not the Roth child, it's the red shield. Okay. Follow me? So what is yep. a child? What is a child? A child is a, a shield then. That's right, that's right. It all depends on what or, language you're speaking. It all depends uh, on what language you're speaking, right? Right, and which is a, a shield is also considered a standard. Right, a, a, a child is the shield. That shield represents the child, which is the front of the birth certificate. Now, in behind the shield, there's an eagle, right? Right. With his wings spread. I believe he has uh, nine tail feathers, 32 on the left side, 33 on the right. All yeah. these are, are uh, symbols of what needs to go on the birth when they talk about striking a silver coin, it's the birth certificate. The birth certificate is a coin. Okay? How is the birth certificate a coin? It has two sides. Okay. All right. All right? And, and, and did, do you know what they call priests in Israel? They call them Kohen, right? That's another name for priests. Okay. So go follow the etymology of the word coin and cohen, and what you're going to find out is is that they're talking about the same thing. You think that the coin is a piece of metal, and that's the money. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You got shit-ass backwards. 
before that coin was ever printed, there was a, or, 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 uh, there was a proof made first, wasn't it? Yep. All right. And the proof is in the what? In the pudding. <laughs> That's right. In the pudding. P-U-T-T-I-N-G. Yep. All right. So what are you going to put on your birthday? Well, the proof is in the pudding. And it's either going to be a silver doll, a $10 gold eagle, or a $20 gold eagle. And this is your currency. Out of many, one, that which was first shall be last, and that which will be last shall be first. The greatest shall be the least, and the least shall be the greatest. It all depends on how you read. Are you reading from left to right or right to left? How do you keep your accounting? Because I have a Federal Reserve note with a face value for all good for all debt, public and private. It mm-hmm. also is endorsed with the great seal of the United States of America on the back. And guess who the keeper of the great seal is? That's the people. The secretary. Or what a secretary really is, is the secret keeper. Know the secret heir? Mm-hmm. The owner? See, because we can't let... We can't let for instance, if you was worth $9 billion, right? Yeah. That would cause some security issues, wouldn't it? So you might not want to let everybody know you got $9 billion. You know what I'm saying? You'd all of a sudden have a lot of friends and family coming out of the woodwork. Right. But, you know, the fact is, I am a keeper of the seal. Out of many, one, not ten, not five, not twenty, not fifty, not a hundred, but one. And like I said, you know, you look at that that so-called number one on that dollar bill, and people think, well, one dollar's got a face value of one. No, no, no. You would never know it unless you've done your homework, unless you've done your study, that that is the, the number I. Oh, you guys didn't know that there was a number called I? I, I, Captain, one, one, eleven, aces. Getting back to the last crusade. Analogy. The first step, he had to kneel. The second, he has to say the name of the word of God. And the third one, what does he ha- what does he do? He has to take the leap of faith. Do you see the triple jump there? One, uh-huh. two, jump, right? There's a great movie called The Ringer with Johnny Knoxville. 
it's a great movie. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. But while most people see it in one light, I see it in a totally different light that these people are a lot smart. The people who you think not so smart are actually pretty smart. People actually, actually think smart are not so smart. And there's a spot in that movie where the kid, uh, he goes like this. He says, you scratch my CD. In broad, open daylight, you scratched my CD. What he's referring to there is you scratched my check. You bastard. You son of a fucking bitch. You scratched my CD, my cash deposit. Check of checks, people, the king of kings, the lord of lords. What is your money worth? See, you are the money. All you have to do is prove your metal or your metallic. I'm Mr. Tally Man, Tally my bananas, right? Mm-hmm. It's time to cash out. That Louis Miller. He disappeared, yeah, after drawing out all his hard-earned cash. And now he's still just like the Santa. You hear that song? It's called Mac the Knife. Well, oh. that Sunday morning, down by the river, don't you know, there's a body, Susan Light, there's someone sneaking round the corner. Could that someone be back tonight? Yes. See, because here in the state of grace, every day is Sunday. Gotta love it. It's all in the music, in the movies, everywhere, once you know the words. That's being said, and understand that there's a pronunciation game that is being played here. So when we're talking about accounts, I have a bank account. I have several banks. I have several closed accounts and several open accounts. And I'm trying to play the shell game. You got to remember the shell game, right? Yep. Maybe, maybe not. Um, whether it's three card money or I'm trying yeah, to think of the shell game and now it's just moving money, you mean, from... Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, and, and it's all about getting the money from your account into the functional bank account. You understand that? You have money on the book at home, right? Right. And you want to take that money and turn it into functional cash. This is the jump that you have to make in the matrix. And in order to do that, you have to clear. And this is why you need a clearing account, which when I set up equipment, look, my QuickBooks, uh, I was actually having problems. I couldn't get money into my bank account, right? So I, yeah. so I went and read about clearing accounts, and it told me that uh, how to set up a clearing account and how to tie two accounts together so that the accounts were clear. Well, for the first time ever in my QuickBooks, my bank shows a deposit of $50,000. First time I've ever been able to get to do that. That's a that's a part of it. Now I know how to clear accounts. You see what I'm saying? 
Yes. You know, I've created a clearing account. You know, there's my bank, right? There's the clearing account, and then there's the bank and QuickBooks uh, for that's connected to my bank. Now that I have actually completed the deposit and the clearing, I'm trying to work on getting my ACH file uploaded to the bank so that the bank recognizes the deposit and credits my account. Now the the bank the bank at your house would be your current account, and then, and then the the bank at your house would be your current account. Yes. And then the the closed account is the one at your bank that you're having to put funds in or figure out uh, an alternate. Well, no, way. That, uh, the, the closed account happens when you do a bank shot. I'm trying to do a direct deposit with the. Okay. Yeah, there's all kinds of ways to do it. There's no single one way, you know what I mean? Right. All right, so with the direct deposit, it comes from straight from uh, one bank to a clearing account to another bank. That's what I'm trying to, trying to do with QuickBooks. Now, with the closed account, the, the fact that it's closed means it's going to come back, right? Right. Well, this is where you have to do the bank shot, which I believe that the... Uh, I'll know here in a few days, one way or another. I'll definitely know within the body uh, 18th because um, you know those. You know the the, the money's there. Uh, it, it, it has been uh, accepted, approved, and received. My funds are just on hold. One hundred twelve thousand dollars on checks that I wrote on a closed account. They've been on hold for like. A week and a half or so, maybe a little longer. But it just finally comes to me that uh, the reason they're on hold is because I haven't cleared them yet. Because remember, the other bank closed the account, right? Right. So who's the only person keeping the account? You. Who's the only person that can clear the account? You. Right? Well, I was thinking, well, how the fuck do I do this, right? Well, I wrote void on all the checks, scanned them, and I sent them into the bank, and I'm waiting to hear back. I'm hoping that uh, that this works, you know. But I'll know here you know, shortly. Because uh, as, far, as far as I know, uh, they can only hold, uh, place a hold on funds for a specific amount of time and that day is up on the 18th. So, you know, this is where you have to understand what the bank cards are and uh, what accounts are, and things like this. Um, I've identified lots of things. Um, now it's a matter of putting them, putting them into practice. You know what I mean? Right. Well, one of the things is, is uh, there's many ways to skin a cat. There's many ways to get the deposit into the bank account. And that's what I'm working on now. And as soon as I'm able to achieve that, as soon as I can write out a check and that check clears itself, right? Then, then you will have come of age. Then I will have come of age. Why? Because I have gained control of my person, 
done, and I will have gained control of my finances. And now, then you'll, then you'll a, be a, now, truly be an yeah. asset. Uh, yes, I, you know, I am the money, which allows me to uh, start a company and pay people. See, this is, this is another thing I've learned to understand is that these companies, they create money out of thin air. What should I say they, they create money from this money? See, they just know how to clear it and get it into their accounts, you see? And the truth is, you know, uh, uh, just like with a lot of movies, you know, one of these days, when you come of age, son, maybe one day you'll run the company. Get it? Yeah. And of course, the company is what? Hey, when when you get this done, I'll be able to call you a transmitting utility. Well, you you, you can call me. You know, um, what word, word I'm looking for here? Um, you can call me a conductor. Yeah. Once you complete the circuit. <laughs> right. Right. And see, this is one of the things I was learning about uh, when I was looking at circuitry. Uh, I was thinking, well, okay, well, how do we get the fucking light to turn on, right? <laughs> you know, you sit there, you know, there's three major, there's actually four parts involved. Uh, and you see this everywhere. I see it uh, in esoteric uh, symbols and everything. Uh, there's four parts involved, uh, just like, remember in the movie Back to the Future and the Flux Capacitor? And the what? Flux Capacitor. Yes. It's what makes time travel possible, right? That's right. Without the flux capacitor, are you smelling time? Uh, say no. that again. With, without the flux capacitor, what? Are you smelling time? Oh, no. All right. And we all know that time is what? Money. You're a pretty smart fellow, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just a, you I've got a teacher. <laughs> yeah, pay huh? Uh, so in this uh, diagram that they have, uh, do you know what the wishbone is in football? No, that I don't know. All right, well, wishbone is a position where the quarterback gets behind the uh, uh, the center, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, and the fullback is behind him. And then they have two running backs on each wing behind the fullback. So you have four points there, just like the flex capacitor. The flex capacitor, you have the three points, and then the point in the middle. Right. Well, what we want to do is make it, well, we want to put the ball in the hole or in the void. Like I said, you know, we want to pour the, the milk into the cup and then have it disappear. Never to come back or to be seen from again. And it's the same way with that check. See, we don't want to add money to the money supply because that causes what? Inflation. Yeah, I missed that. We don't want to add money to what? The money supply. Yeah, I'm still missing that last money word. Supply. I'm sorry. Money no, supply. supply. Right. We don't want to add to the money supply. Right. 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 So we just want to get. Uh, what? What if you keep a Zero bank account balance, right? And yet, write checks for whatever you need. That'd be pretty yeah. awesome. 
because that's all a bank is supposed to do. The, the bank is supposed to zero their accounts every day. Yes, yes, that's what we want to do. We we don't want fifty million in in the bank account. Okay, we want zero in the bank account because we just want to use the bank account as a pass-through account for passing our checks or clearing our checks. Mm-hmm. Of course, the checks are going to come from our current account, and our current account is whatever we say it is, whenever we say it is, however we say it is. And the reason is because we are the people, we have the sovereign right to make power. Go look it up, Treasury Manual, section uh, account number 0600, uh, receipts from the monetary uh, making power of the sovereign. And it's, remember, sovereign is, just means sofa reign, which which takes you back to old Egypt, the, the the king of Upper and Lower Egypt, the king of Upper and Lower Egypt. In the Egyptian stories, is a reference to the king of the Upper Birth Certificate and the Lower Birth Certificate. He, he's the one. He's the one that united the whole nation. Right, and that's why when you become, when, when, when the House of Representatives and the Senate come together, they are a Congress, a symbol. Let me say that again. In Congress, ass symbol. Okay? That's why you have ass assignment. Well, where do you ass sign an assignment? You sign it on its ass. Jesus Rolled into Jerusalem or what? On the back of an ass. Mm-hmm. Well, when it, when it says Jesus wrote, get it? Jesus wrote on the oh, back of an ass. Oh, gotcha. See, see, see. So, so they spelled the word R O D E. But see, I go. That D is a T. So you'll say they're interchangeable. So the spoken word versus the written word is becoming less complex to me. I, I pulled up a page the other day and I clicked on a link and the link was in German, right? Well, I'm sitting there reading halfway through the page before I realize it's in German. And it's the reason is, is because I'm not reading English, I'm not reading German, I'm reading the word. You're you're interpreting the symbols. Oh, yeah, yes. I know what's really being said. You see what I'm saying? No matter how you spell it, I know what's being said. Because there's a spirit behind the words that, you know, let them that understanding hear. You see what? They come by what? Hearing. Hearing. All right, and this is where you get, and, and this is this isn't something special that's just special with me. It happens to lots of people all over the place. Uh, some some uh, are, are children, and they call them crossovers. I call them crossovers because they have a unique ability to understand the word. For instance, this is where you get all the music. You know, I hear preachers preaching. You know, when the spirit of God comes on you, you start to hear things. You start to see things in a different light. The whole world becomes open to you and, and is telling you all of its secrets. Uh, so when you hear songs like, uh, for instance, we we take some Christmas songs. Do you hear what I hear? A song, a song, right? 
Yeah. That's what I that's what I'm hearing. Are you guys hearing what I'm hearing? Do you see what I see? Another song is Rudolph the Red Nose Lanky. Rudolph the Red Nose, and by the way, that nose is spelled K-N-O-W-S, had a very shiny nose because he knows. All, you know, uh, if you ever saw it, you would say it glows. No, it's glow. G, glow. All of the other rain deers used to laugh and call them names. And they wouldn't let poor Rudolph play in the rain deer game or the bank. Okay. You know, he, he's not of age yet. See? So they tease him and everything. Oh, you're poor. You, you know, you're this, you're that, you're that, this. And, and all the while, uh, uh, the Rudolph, he has the red nose. He knows what's going on. You see what I'm saying? Now, uh, Santa, recognizing his right nose, asked him to guide the sleigh. Well, one of the things he's saying is he's saying, okay, he, he, he gets it, guys. Go ahead and let, you know, let him run the company. Okay? And, of course, Rudolph goes down in where is his story? His story. Right. And that's where, we, we, you know, when we talk about the Illuminati, they're not the Illuminati, they're the Illuminati. Okay? The fraternities and sororities. The college folks. Because you've been called the call age. Which, by the way, is what's on top of the birth certificate. Uh, if, you, if you have it, if they haven't been beheading you. And this is just some, just some of the music uh, that I hear, you know, uh, White Christmas and Blue Christmas. Uh, I, I, I love, I'm, I'm starting to love Christmas all over again. It's like a little child. I'm, I'm starting to, you know, get that little kid feeling. You know what I mean? You know, remember that feeling you used to get with Christmas to roll around when you were a kid? Well, I'm starting to feel that way all over again because, uh, this is the gift that the people have given to us. All officers hold their offices as a gift. The Uniform Gift Miners Act. The gift that Jesus Christ gave us, which is that, you know, you can be anything you want to be. And I'm telling you guys, I have read through the United States Post I have read the document after document of the organic law. I have read the Code of Federal Regulations, and I'm going to summarize what all what I come to summarize that. I can break it down into you know two sentences. Do whatever you want. Just be good. What was that second one? Do whatever you want. Just be good. Okay. So, Johnny, be good, be good, be good, be good, be good, Johnny. Hey, great, great song, right? Uh, another song is uh, uh, Men at Work. 
Living in the Land Down Under. Go watch that video. Because it's about the three degrees of becoming a master instead of a servant. And, and it's not that I want to be a master of you, or I want to be a master of Robin, or the people of Alabama, or the people of the United States, or the people of the world. It's a matter of being the master of me. Knowing that God gave me the equal right as every other quote-unquote man or woman. That all the power lies in me. All the money God has deposited in me. When you could take, you know, grasshopper, when you can walk across the paper without leaving a trace, then you will be a master. Now, think about that when you're writing a check. And here's the name of a check you might not have heard. And it's called a depository transfer check. Depository transfer check? Yes, sir. Write it down, go look at it, and look at it point from the current account. Because every bank that existed today, I believe, only holds the dollar as a security. The dollar is the bank. It either has a bank number on it. Which I believe that's what you put on the back of the, the check. You put your normal, it, it, to me, it doesn't make a difference what is written on the front. The way I'm understanding everything, it doesn't make a difference, jack shit, what the numbers on the front say as far as the routing numbers go. It's what's on the back. Who's backing you? You get your endorsement. Everybody knows that it's all about the endorsements, isn't it? You know, when you enter the major leagues, right? You know, basketball players, football players, baseball players, when they get called up or when they get drafted from the college into the major, right? They get endorsements. Are you listening to what's going on? Yeah, and that's where they make their money. That's where they make their money is where? The endorsements. Well, one of the endorsements on the back of the, the check, and this is what, you know, I'm still working on, uh, is that, uh, you know, we want the swallowtail in the back. We want the boy. We want we want the all-eating monster on the other side of that piece of paper. And I believe it has to do with that dollar bill. There's a number on it. Payable, approved, and then you're going to put the serial number of the note. Now, exactly what the format is and everything, I don't know. That's what I'm researching now. Uh, but it looks to me that you put an arrow, eight digits, and an arrow. And like I said, this, 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 you know, these are just things that I've come to learn by reading banking manuals, uh, banking transactions, and things like that, you know. But uh, uh, it's interesting that... Uh, You know, it's, you know it's, it's, 
Remember, you, know, you, you see the Capital One Bank commercials, right? Hello? What's, yeah. what's in your yeah. wallet? Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, it's the Capital One. What's in your wallet? Well, what's in my wallet is a 2013 series of the Federal Reserve Texas Bank of Dallas $1 note, which, by the way, is a star note. I know what star notes are? No. Well, the, the star always proceeds to come in for the birth of Christ, right? You know, you're a star. Because that's what the teacher does. He puts he puts that by your name every time. You get a little gold, you get a little star by your name when you do good, right? Yep. Right. Well, and not only that, on your passports, depends on how many stars you have. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Right. Well, all the stars relate. Whatever you hear, star. Think of uh, 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 the contract or agreement, because that's what the the Jews or the Hebrews. That's what they define the star as. A stare uh, was actually um, uh, a contract for a bond, you see. Do you know what but, the stars mean on the passport card? Uh, you're right, for status. <clears throat> some people, they had um, filled out right. passports for uh, non-citizen nationals, and they got five stars on the card. Right. Well, you know, the way I see it is, is that uh, these five stars or the seven stars that the Son of Man comes is let's let's put it like this way: I have my current account, right? Your current yeah, right. account. Yeah, yeah I have one on his house. All right, and I'm going to make a deposit into that account. Okay. Mhm. All right. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to deposit the blank check that is at the top of my birth. Deposit one blank check. Get it? Issued by the state of Ohio. Now, you, you people could say, well, that's not a blank check. Well, I don't give a fuck what people say. I know what it is. I know what I know what the Bible tells me. I know what the Word tells me. It's everything. I can prove it. I have a blank check issued by the state of Ohio. Which, by the way, is given to every Jewish boy, every G.W., boy who comes of age. When a man comes of age, his grandmother gives him a blank check. So I got a blank check. Deposit it into the account. I also have a Federal Reserve note, good for all debts, public and private. I'm going to put that in there too. I'm going to deposit that into the bank too. I'm also going to deposit a blank check a void check on my current account from the Treasury, which, by the way, is 0000005, not 518. I don't understand that. Two sets of four zeros. Right. So there's, there's, there's a scheme to the routing number, okay? And they're, and they're, talking, when it comes to the treasury, they're all all in the current account, which is the one in your house. 
Right. Okay. Because I'm the I'm the account administrator, I'm the accountant, I'm the boss. Yep. So he well, needs he needs to be able to prove if they if if he has to give an accounting, he needs to right. show what right. the somebody, basis is for for his right. financial basis. Right. Okay. What do you mean? I, what do you mean? What do you mean? I ain't a bank. What do you mean? I ain't got that money. I'm tired of people telling me I'm poor. When I when I'm the richest man I know. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So and the reason, the reason I say that is because, because yeah, yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't know. You guys haven't seen my birth certificate, right? But my birth certificate, and my phone's going to go dead here in a minute, folks, so uh, I drop off, you know why. But um, I know what a blank check is. I know what a call is. I, you know, uh, I just know, and you're not going to prove being different. And if you'd like to argue with me, let us get the court. Let's go to the court because you're going to lose. I'll tell you why. Because I got perfect title. What are you doing? What businesses of yours? What I do? And it comes back to that perfect title. How did you get the perfect title? Put all my faith and trust in God, and do the best I can. He brought the two sides together, the front and the back. Right. Now I am the I am the president of the United States. My company is the United States. This is what you don't understand. The United States is not what you see on TV. Although what you see on TV, if you listen very carefully, is telling you what's going on. All of those people are merely representatives, right? Right. Of, of the people. Listen to what they're saying. They're all actors. You understand? They're bad actors at that. A lot of them. <laughs> but, you know, I, this is why I take the position of Donald T. Trump. You're fired. You're fired. And this is what I've done for the last past few years. You know, I was, when I was trying to fix all this and try to get this stuff situated, all I kept on running into is people to tell me they didn't know shit. Right? Right. Right? So, okay, you're fired. You've been working here 30-something fucking years ago, years, and you don't know what fucking birth certificate is? You're fired. I I will not tolerate ignorance and incompetence no more from my service. You people say you, you're providing a service to me. You say I'm your customer. Well, I don't know about you, but the customer is always right. Is he not? Yes, that's what I keep being told. Right. Well, this, so, see, I take this position. Once I've identified the proper parties, I just lay in on them. Lady, how are you going to tell me you've been working here 20-something years at the, at the at Department of Health and Family Services uh, or the uh, Department of Health, and you don't know what a birth certificate is? You're fired. Same way with anybody else who questions my authority. You're fired. So if if there's a plumber who's come to provide services, plumbing services to your house, and he's sitting there and he's doing something that you know ain't right and he's messing something up, what do you do? You he's ready fire. for you to do it. 
Are you telling him to get his shit and pack up? He's fired. Same way with the government. If the government agents in the agency are not doing a properly good job, what do you do? First, you try to correct them, which is what I tried to do. Now, I walked into the Department of Health one day, you know, and I walked in. And I said, yes, I'm looking for my servants. And one, one out of the six women that was there, one young colored girl stepped up and said, I can serve you. Good service. Now, that old crabby-ass white lady in the background said, I ain't nobody's servant. Her ass got fired. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, stop taking, you know, control of everything that's yours. I'm not the master of you. I'm not the master of her. I'm not the master of them or they. But I am the master of me. And as soon as I pull this, you know, milk into the paper, right, it's on. It's a go. And, and, you know, this is what they mean by the eagle is landed. It's the e-call, the wire transfer, the uh, transmission from one bank, my bank, a foreign bank, into the Bank of the United States. Oh, and by the way, folks, I am the owner of the franchise United States. I am the president of the United States. I have the ability to operate every office in the United States of America, not concerning your account with the United States, but concerning my account with the United States. When it becomes between me, between me and the United States, I'm the boss. Now, if you say you work for the United States, then guess who you work for? You. Right. And if you're not going to serve me, you're fired. I have no use for servants who don't serve. We got problems here. We got people getting their houses robbed, people stealing children, and all this is going on under the noses of people called law enforcement who say they provide law enforcement services. We need to get this corrected, and as soon as I get the money flowing, I'm going to be able to influence how this world works. I'm going to be able to go out and build homes for the homeless. I'm going to be able to provide services to the veterans, homeless veterans. Why the fuck do we have homeless veterans? Explain that to me. Right. Only a bunch of fucking idiots would ever use the word homeless veteran. Only, only an asshole would ever use the word a homeless man. How could a man be homeless on, on the planet God created for him to live on? It's oxymoron. It does not compute. It's, it's illogical, unreasonable. It's insanity. And we're going down that road more and more every day. With, with these jackbooted thugs, where they throw this outfit on, they actually think they're the law. And they are not the law. The law is that which is written, ordained, and established. But in order to complete the definition of law, we must understand that there is a superior who makes the law and an inferior who is bound by it. Without a superior and an inferior who makes the law and is bound by it, there is no law. This is why every time they put that outfit on, 
Every time they put that name tag on and they claim to be, quote-unquote, government, they are automatically, positively, 100%, without a doubt, operating under the color of state law. And the reason they do it under the color of state law is because they cannot bring the suit themselves. And what we have is a, a bunch of a group of people, it might be church people, corporation people, whatever kind of group it is, uh, but they don't like what you're doing. But they can't sue you for it because you're not actually breaking the law. So what they'll do is they'll clothe themselves with the color of state law so they can try to influence you to do what to, 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 to uh, subject to their will. See? Well, my will is as strong as your will. And Mama said, knock you out. So when it comes to court, a couple of shots to the body, and as soon as they drop their hands, I'm taking their head off. Because it's a title fight. The interesting so, thing... Oh, go ahead, sweetie. I was just going to say, so after we resign as registered agent, if we bring a suit into their courts, right. we're bringing it in the or as under the organization or the entity, but we are administrating the entity. Right. You're you're the current account owner. See, because until such time as a person of interest might come forward. Right. 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 Until such time as 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 a as the party comes forward and proves you wrong. See, this is your thesis in college. So, but we're still. See, where, where I'm getting confused is that when you flip over the birth certificate, you're you're reorganizing the the organization, right? You're, you're, well, well, yeah, but look, created, look, look, look at it like this, uh, Robin. Look, look at it like this, all right? Uh, I walk into a, a certain place that I have a document for that says entitled me to one free ice cream cone, right? So I got a coupon, right? Does it make a difference who I am? No. Does it make a difference I am, who I am because why? Because I'm the coupon holder. What is your name? You see what I'm saying? Well, I'm the holder no, in due course. I'm, hold, I'm, uh, I'm the holder in due course. That's I, all I really do. just, I, 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 my brain is totally fried right now, and, and I just really... I'm trying to figure, trying to relate this to specific actions that, you know. It, All right, stop, 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 stop for a second. What, what is in a name? You're thinking about going in there under Robin Armstrong, right? How do I do that? How do I do that? Well, you don't, because there are other names you can use that give you standing. For instance, older and due course. It doesn't make a difference if you're Tom, Bob, Dick, Tammy, Jill, June. It doesn't make a difference. If you're the holder in due course, you're the holder in due course, and you have the rights of a holder in due course. If you are the current account owner, you are the current account owner and have the rights of the current account owner. So your name is what? Current account owner. Am I bringing a suit in the name? 
So I'm not bringing the suit in the name of the organization or the entity. Right. And, and uh, you know, and they looked all in heaven and earth, and none was found worthy to open the shields. Oh, hold on. Here comes the Son of Man. He comes from the wilderness, and no man knoweth his name. Because he has title, names are irrelevant. Okay? So if I wanted to bring in a, a new suit against Michael Hempel, the cop, and I want to bring it to federal court because he charged me with a, a drug charge that was bogus. Right. Well, you can bring, bring you can bring the suit in the name of a woman aggrieved. You see, a woman aggrieved has a right to remedy. Whereas Robin Armstrong does not. But if I flipped over the birth certificate, and that's the new governing instrument, why doesn't Robin Armstrong have remedy? Because Robin Armstrong is a name. Now, if Robin Armstrong was a holder in due course, a person aggrieved, a person trespassed, a victim, um, product purchaser, a consumer, a banker, a merchant, then she would have remedy. You see what I'm saying? I don't understand why Robin Armstrong can't be aggrieved. Well, Robin Armstrong can be aggrieved. But she can't be, Robin Armstrong can't be aggrieved for having something legally done to her because Robin Armstrong is the name of a registered organization. Didn't your mama ever teach you that it is impolite to call people names? But Robin Armstrong has accepted that title for that registered organization and has reorganized it. Are you Robin God. Armstrong? Are you Robin Armstrong? I'm a Robin Armstrong. All right, let's uh, lock her ass up. We have a warrant here for a Robin Armstrong. Go ahead and lock her up. The the piece you're missing, babe, is he he's saying what. What he just said a minute ago was talking about that um, that once once you've achieved this, once you've gotten to the other side and you are now administrating um, this this new uh, revised entity, um, the the name is it, it's it doesn't matter at that point. Well, you, Robert you, Armstrong, you are, Robert Armstrong is the subject of ownership. Therefore, if you are a Robin Armstrong, you are the subject of ownership. Mm. 
This is why it is impolite to call the people names. I don't need a name. All I need is my title. So if I own Robin Armstrong... Oh, now you're coming in as the owner. Now, an owner has rights. Get it? I'm starting to, I think. Well, let me explain something to you. You are not Robin Armstrong. Robin Armstrong is a name. What I want to know is, do you own the name Robin Armstrong, or are you using the name Robin Armstrong? And what evidence do you have to prove your claim? Right. Yeah, don't make no claims without evidence. (laughs) Well, and that gets back to the copyright question from three hours ago. Well, if if you... Copyright the name, and it, here's the, here's the thing, and it, this is the important thing: you can't copyright a name. However, you can copyright a logo, a symbol, and you can even copyright a signature, but you cannot copyright a name. Matter of matter of fact, I could go change my name tomorrow to Robert Armstrong. As a matter of fact, I think I will change my name just for tomorrow. I'm going to be Robert Armstrong all day, or at least I'm going to use that name. Are you going to identify as Robert Armstrong? Well, I'm, I'm using that name. Uh, that, that's the, the popular thing now. That, you know, I, I'm identifying as something other than myself. Right. Which, by the way, if you claim you're a person you're not, that's what? False identification, I think, or something? Uh-huh. Well, uh, this is when when everybody, you know, when police ask me my name, not that they do it anymore, but when they used to when I first started doing all this shit, you know, it, it didn't take me long to understand that I am not giving them my name. I've had several interesting, you know, contacts with police involving the name. Like one cop, he said, you're not going to give me your name? And he's sitting there saying it with a big smile, you know. No, I'm not giving you my name. As a matter of fact, I ain't giving you a goddamn thing. You're the right one. You're the investigator, you're the cop, you're the detective, you figure it out. Because remember, the one thing that a cop needs is information. And they call it an an investigatory stop. Right. An investigator gains information by asking questions. My suggestion to, to you is, Exercise your right to remain silent. Anything you say, listen to what they're saying. Anything you say or do will be held against you in a court of law. Did it say it would be for your benefit in a court of law? Never. Never. So when it says, 
you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. Does it take a rocket scientist to really tell you that you know that you need to shut the fuck up? That you need to remain silent? You know, maybe that's where they get that song. Silent night. Holy night. And is that night with a N-I-G-H-T or is that a night with a K-N-I-G-H-T? A champion? Exactly. There's, an, there's another um, great movie called A Night's Tale with Heath Ledger. Go watch it. Um, the uh, DBA thing. Is that... Sure. I got DBA. So... Yeah, you know, uh, and when you get a DBA, look, look for instance, it's, it's all in basic. You're going to need a, you're going to need a TIN and an EIN, okay? Yep. All right, well, you can get, you can get that's very easy. You can go online, you know, tomorrow morning and get you those. Okay. Yep. And now, you get those for the organization. Well, um, I'm keeping that totally separate. For instance, oh. I don't use a social security number. I use a claim number. My claim number is the same as a social security number, except that it's in a different format and it follows the rules prescribed by the United States government. When a social security number becomes a claim number, the dashes are changed. The format is changed. This identifies your social security number as a claim number. I never use the social security number as a social security number. I use it as a claim number. Right, but it's the social security number of the registered organization. No, it's the claim number of the organization. It used to be okay. a social security number until I made my claim. And how do you make a claim? You got a pencil piece of paper? <laughs> okay. And you make a claim to whom? Your, your question really is, what is your claim? What are you claiming? That, that's really what you're asking. Yeah, you don't want to let somebody else tell you that you're poor? Like I said, you know, I, I'm not there all the way myself, Robin. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm telling you, I'm close and I'm about to do it. Okay, so your your registered organization has a, a claim number, and you go online to get an EIN and a TIN for that same registered organization? No, you're going to create a new company that you do business as, right? Mm-hmm. And SDBA gets an EIN and a TIN. But are you DBA, are you doing business as the same name as the registered organization? Hell no. I'm doing business as the supreme steady grace. There's a great, there's a great saying 
Raccoon Louie, when it was talking about the uh, question, uh, there's a quote by King Louie says, I am the state. Okay, so you're doing business as a supreme state of grace, but if... Only uh, a state can be sovereign, okay? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but I thought the state being sovereign would be totally out of their system. And aren't you putting it right back in there by giving it an EIN? No, because this is the free state of KW. Your first look, when it talks about the states in the Constitution and in the law, they're referring to your his state, the birth certificate. But it's not your estate until you claim it, until you conquer it. And what you do now, now, if you look at it like this, now the shit starts to make sense when it talks about the rights of states. When it talks about state, it don't never identify the state, does it? For instance, you'll see that it says, you got to have a state-issued identification card, right? Mm-hmm. Does it say, well, from what state? Right, it doesn't. Well, my state identification card and, and uh, operator's permit is issued by the Supreme State of Greece, which, by the way, has not been turned down anywhere that I've right. used it. Which makes sense to me until you said that you get an EIN for it. Right. Well, I'm a sovereign. Look, the Supreme State of Grace is a sovereign state. Okay. Yes. If we want to do, if we want to do business in the United States, we need a DBA. Yeah. Yeah, for instance, Russians don't come over here and use Russia as their business. They come over here and do DBAs. You know, doing business as the Russian counselor, ambassador's office, the the embassy, or whatever, you know. Okay. All right, my brain is totally fried right now. It's um in the this business. This should have do it to you. <laughs> <laughs> in the business entities um, document, sweetie, it's what they refer to as a uh, foreign. Sure. A foreign register, a foreign entity whose registration is effective may qualify thereafter as a foreign entity under the registered name or consent in writing to the use of the name by an entity formed by this title. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's no, actually no law that requires you to register with any government agency or the Secretary of State. You've done all that shit of your own free will. They didn't come to your door giving you an application. You went to their agency and applied for their services. Yeah, and that's why I'm afraid when you get an EIN, you're applying for services from the uh, IRS. Look, when I get an EIN, that is an employer identification number, right? Yep. 
Well, that's a hell of a lot better than an employee. You're the boss. That's right. It's one step along to the master account, the master. And that type, what type of uh, organization is it? Is it a foreign trust? Is it... uh... Uh, We at the Supreme State of Grace uh, are the opinion that the Supreme State of Grace is a sovereign state. Is that one of the options on the EIN form on, online? You're, 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 trying to, you're trying to make the two, you know, you're trying to add, say they're the same thing and they're not, okay? The Supreme State of Grace created a company and does business as that company. And in order to do business with other people in the United States, we have to have a number that identifies our company and how we do business. If we want to do business in the United States, we have to do a DBA. Okay. So then that company would still be subject to the IRS. Unless, of course, that that company is owned by a company which is owned by a state, which owns the IRS. Oh. See, you're, you're, you're trying to limit me down. You're trying to put a, put a label on me and limit my power. It's not going to happen, woman. He's, he's got to watch the Matrix movies again, KW. <laughs> what? He's got to watch those Matrix movies again and free your mind. Yep, free your mind. You, you, you're wrapped up in, in the thinking that everything works a certain way, and it just simply doesn't work like that. Remember, it's the system, the matrix, the computer system. Uh, in order to operate in this world, you have to have a token or a coin that you can operate through. Okay? But don't confuse the token with the person who owns the token. Two separate things. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, I think that was my last speed. <laughs> All right, KW, we we really appreciate it, man. No problem. Like I said, I, it sounds crazy. I know it's hard to understand because it took me a long time to understand it, too. Well, I appreciate your patience. Uh, uh, no, no problem. I appreciate you putting up with uh, listening to me, but, you know, because I don't get to talk about this to a lot of people. Well, we're really eager to learn, but, uh, you know, the, the practical... Procedural, you know, steps is is kind of where I'm getting hung up. As soon as soon as I connect the dots and get my circuit going, I'm going to fly down to Boaz, Alabama, in my helicopter and land in your front yard just to let you know what's up. All right, we got that'll be cool. We'll we'll put a big uh, we'll put a big H out on the lawn for you. (laughs) You know, uh, talking is one thing, and I've done a lot of talking. Now it's time for me. And although I've been some walking, it's time for me to, uh, you know, make some money. Look, it's all about paying the bills. That's how I got the deposit to work in the QuickBooks program. That's how I was able to make the jump in QuickBooks. It's because it's about pay the bills. Mm-hmm. You know, you get an invoice, you know, you, you write out a receipt, this is how business works. When a company does business with another company, 
Money does not change hands. Numbers on account do. And they change through that they change through that through the invoicing. Yep. Like I said, I'm still learning myself. Especially the business aspect of it and the financial instruments aspect of it. But as soon as I can get started, you know, like I said, when you can write a check and it clears itself, you're good to go. Yep. All righty. Well, we'll let you go. We appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. And uh, y'all have fun. And uh, like I said, read. You know, if, if don't watch TV. And if you do watch TV, pay very close to what's going on. You know. Gotcha. All right, you guys, take it All easy. Right. You too. Bye. Hey. Hang it up. Hang it up. No, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Thank <laughs> you.